Talk is episode 445 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean, as I said like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, Ed, today's episode is brought to you by Large Strawberry Dragon Fruit Refresher by Dunkin' Donuts. America runs on Dunkin'. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an unpaid pr- uh, plug. I was thirsty. Ed, I have a job. And <laughs> really, I do believe it or not. I get paid. Somebody pays me to do something. <laughs> not here, <laughs> not here. No, I don't get paid here. This is surely for pleasure. <laughs> However, on Sundays when we do the show, I am at my job. Yes. So after my job, I take my wife home, and I drop her off, I give her a kiss, and then I kick her out of the car, and then I drive up here to go to do the show. Right? Yeah. I don't want to kick her out of the car. I kind of slightly push her. You know, I stop. Tuck and roll. I stop. Roll. I love her, so I do a full stop. <laughs> I even put my blinkers on, right? <laughs> so that way people can know to go around me. Okay. So then it's like, okay, well, what do I do for dinner? Am I hungry? I have to gauge my hunger level. I have to give, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I have my energy drink after work, so I'm kind of peppy, but I'm kind of hungry. What do I need that I think is going to sustain me for the next few hours? Mm. Dunkin' Donuts, Ed. <laughs> and I, this is what I do. People are like, well, what, what keeps Sean so energized? I'll tell you. All right? Cocaine. No. <laughs> no. That's heroin. No. No, heroin's ever like, hey, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> um, it's two bagels with cream cheese. Could be plain. Could be cinnamon raisin. Yeah, it depends on how I feel, right? right. Two Boston cream donuts. Okay. Right. I like the cream donuts. I love them. Um, um, um. And then normally it was Cokes. You know, okay, I have a Coke. Not cocaine, just a, a Coke. <laughs> Something quick, easy. And then I drive up here eating. You know, like most Americans eat while they're driving. Right. Um, I don't text while I drive. I stuff food in my face. <laughs> but today I was like, you know what? They have those refreshers, and I like dragon fruit, Ed. Do you? Yes. It makes okay. me feel like I'm in medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but wench, give me a dragon fruit and f- put a splash of strawberry in there. <laughs> so that's what I'm like. I'm gonna, They have like the lemonade ones. I'm not much of a lemonade fan. So I just get the refreshers and I'm like, mm, strawberry dragon fruit. I didn't. Maybe next time I'll go with the ma- mango pineapple because I like that too. Okay. But this time I went with the strawberry dragon fruit. I'm like, hmm. That's refreshing. I'm also almost finished it, so hold on for a second. (sighs) Hope everyone's now thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's done, put that off to the side, grab drink number two, (laughs) which is my clear American black cherry, bought to you by Walmart. American. American. Clear American. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you can hear that. Oh, that's some good American. (laughs) <laughs> That's some good black cherry. <laughs> good American black cherry. Ah, one problem with this one is, this one's about room temperature because it's been sitting by my desk all day. <laughs> <laughs> the second one that I got, because I have to bring, I decided to bring a backup too because right. I figured like after this, I'm still going to be thirsty. I bring a third bottle because I have two bottles of work, right? Yeah. And then my, my third bottle. My third bottle, it's still clear American black cherry. I got to open it though, because let's them open them, explode it all over the place at work. So I'm going to make sure. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do this in the studio with all this equipment. That's good. Oh, uh, there you go. Oh, uh, okay. No, all right. All right. 
is that first one, that first open, you see all, that, all the white bubbles pop up? Because it's slightly carbonated. Yeah. I don't know why it does that. Every once in a while, it'll just explode for no reason. <laughs> uh, well, some, some of it depends on how it loads. Uh, I know, like, in Japan, they bottle it differently. So it sounds like a gunshot. Like, every, <sighs> every time you open a bottle in, wow. in Japan, it's like... I was wow. like, Holy smokes! And there's always like a puff of smoke that comes out. Uh, sometimes I get that too. It's like a little. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, that's my favorite part because it's got to be at the right temperature. Yeah, it's like super cold, but when you open it up, the warmth of the air, it's just this bill of ball. Like, a... yeah, that's my favorite part. It's like, oh, look, I'm drinking something magical. <laughs> <laughs> drinking a little, little smoke shoots out. I'm like, I need, I need dry ice for everything. <laughs> just drop it in my drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'd be like Dr. Evil, just standing around like, yeah, my my drink's just smoking all the time. <laughs> Hello, don't mind me. <laughs> so I forgot where I was going with that. I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> and how's your week? <laughs> it was how you get your you get going for the show. Excuse me. Oh, oh, uh, thank you. Hey. <laughs> um, I did a <laughs> Oh, there's the Boston Cream. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't do uh, a whole lot this week. I did see two things. Okay. Uh, one is uh, Uncharted came out this past week. Where oh, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so I watched that with friend of the show, Dave Sipon. It was funny uh-huh. because... Dave's been having a tough week, and he's like, he's like, I didn't want to cancel on you this week because right, right, he canceled right. last week. So he's like, thank, but he slept through most of the movie. <laughs> so he's happy. He's like, how was it? I'm like, oh, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I highly enjoyed the movie. Um, I don't know if I would see it in the theater. You know, I like it, right, right, right. It, but but it was really entertaining. Uh, he's he said something though when we started the movie that he has a friend that loves the video game. Didn't think it was a good adaptation for the video game. I have I have a way to sum it up in one sentence. Yeah. Better than average video game movie, average action movie. Okay. Like it, I thought it was a good I, I, I thought it was a good action movie. I liked it too. I liked it a lot. It's no Indiana Jones. It's not like, you know, like over the top it's over the top action. As a person who played all the video games too, I think the video games are just Tomb Raider ripoffs. Because Tomb Raider was first. Sorry, fellas. Yeah. You know, um, but the story was fine. I mean, I watched it because I also I picked it up this week, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna buy it. Came out on my birthday, so I bought it, watched it, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna watch it because I watched the show. Right. Um, and I, I watched. It, I was like, I was thoroughly inter- entertained by this. I too, am also glad I didn't pay to go see it in the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Stacy would have felt. She would have been like, well, is it close to any of the video games? I'm like, well, there's the set piece of him hanging out the back of you know with that. That's that's really I cool. thought I thought it was I thought it was a perfect. I mean, to me, I thought it was a great adaptation of the video game because there were certain throwaway lines that you had to really pay attention yes. for. That it's like that kind of video game movement where they say something, but the action's still going on, uh-huh. and it's that it's that kind of <clears> moment. <throat> I'm like I'm like I got that a lot. I'm like I'm like it kind of reminded me of a video game. Like I'm right, watching a right. video game. <clears throat> there's a um, two Easter eggs. You've never played the video game, so no. I don't know if you would you would pick up on these things. No, probably not. <clears throat> there is a scene where um, Tom Holland is opening up a um, suitcase. Mm. And when he opens up the suitcase to look into it, there's a sticker. That sticker is Naughty Dog. Mm. Naughty Dog is the name of the company that makes all the under- uh, Uncharted movies. Okay. Right? That's Easter egg number one. 
Mm-hmm. Easter egg number two is after the big set piece where he's hanging off the back of a plane, falls down under the water, survives it, walks on a beach. There's a guy in a chair. He's like, wow, you guys look terrible. He's like, oh, I just fell out of a plane. He's like, that happened to me once. You know who that person was? No. That person is Nolan North, the guy who does the voice acting for Nathan Drake in all the video games. Ah, uh, okay. <clears throat> all right. He's a, he's also does a part-time acting gig, too. Okay. So, yeah, he's he's a, a big voiceover guy. So I was like, Nolan! I'm seeing him because I, I know what he looks like based upon interviews and things like that. And okay. I, I saw him in person once at a convention. Con- con- conference for right. work um <clears throat> so i'm like all right you know that was kind of cool i thought the movie was good like i said i as far as action movie goes it's okay fine better than average action movie mm. it is definitely a better than average video game adaptation for a movie right you know like it's not it's not sound the hedgehog which i think is great mm. but it's certainly way better than super mario brothers <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's on par with like Tomb Raider. Like I thought Tomb Raider was good as an action movie, kind of meh as a video game adaptation. For me, it's which, the an- which one? Well, the first one, the uh, yeah, the first was, one, the okay. first one, not the not the reboot. The reboot I did not like. Okay, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of it. All right. Um, I would say it's it, to me it's on par with the 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 Angelina first Angelina Tomb okay. Raider. All right. All right. I liked it. I would see it again. Um. I haven't watched all the special features because there's a shit ton of them. I was like, all right, I'll, when I get time, I'll right. get through it. What else did you do? What else was the other one? Uh, well, actually, it, was, it wasn't a movie. It was a, it was a series. It uh, just dropped this weekend on Amazon Prime. And when I play the theme song, you'll know. I think I do. I think I do. I think I watched episode one last night. Did you? Uh-huh. Let's see if this works. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. It's really soft. It's, but it's, it's the, um, what do you call it? Um <clears throat> Kids in the Hall. Kids in the Hall. Kids yes. in the Hall. <laughs> reboot, remake, continuation of the series. I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> As I was summing through, and I was like, "Oh, there's an ad." Like, I love that show. So let's go watch. I watched episode one, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to deep dive into it because I was getting late, and I sometimes would fall asleep watching TV, right. and I don't want it. Like, I want to appreciate it, but I was chuckling a lot. I yeah, was like, yeah. "Hey, you guys are funny." Yeah. Like, especially the opening is now brain candy made all its money, and now they come back to life. <laughs> I'm like, that's cute. <laughs> this, this <laughs> <man>. ah, ah, <laughs> they couldn't freeze at least our heads. Like, what do you mean? We're well, head. It doesn't scream again. What I thought was very interesting, and I, I don't know if they would have done it when they were younger. But one of the first scene is when the the bank robbing. <laughs> I mean, spoilers. I think I think they gave up. Like you can't be politically incorrect, but everything is like on the table. Like I think maybe and it's like nudity. Sure, sure why not? not? Yeah. Maybe you figure there's no way these guys. Are Two dicks just swinging in the wind. I'm like, so that's the second time uh, this month. I see Dave Foley's penis. <laughs> that's right. It is. <laughs> In something, and I'm like, oh god, like, I don't want to see it again. Hey, if you can slow down. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm, we're not dating right now. I don't need to see it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming then, uh, since it's the first time I've seen his penis, I'm assuming it's the same penis. It was no CGI or anything. <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> You never know. Like maybe it wasn't his penis. Maybe it was a, a fake penis. You know. All right. So it was his. Pe- it was his junk. <laughs> All right. Good job. Good job, Dave Foley. Just let your dick swing in the wind. I I enjoyed. It. I saw the whole series. I, okay. I watched it from you know all the episodes. I started. I think Saturday, and I just finished today. Actually, the okay. last one and all. And I, it's 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 not like 
it's funny because it's different in a way that, like, because they're older. So it's more right, right, right. kind of mature kind of content, you know, in a way. And uh, But, I mean, mature is the wrong word for it, but it's the... <laughs> it's, it's immature, really. Their humor has changed a little bit. <laughs> yes. But it's still funny. I mean, it's still it still made me chuckle. It made me laugh. And, you know, like I said, they're all back, all five of right. them. So it's, it's, it's good. And it's just... To watch the beginning again, you're going kind of like you know and i'm like you have to like watch and you're going hey pretty much the beginning is almost the same right. it's just them older right <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the exact same stuff just older um i saw them live once did, did you yes uh, they were coming film kind of throw out a local reference the keswick theater they did like a tour and uh, my friend mark and i we went to go see them live and they did some skits like on on stage and it was it was fun it was like yeah, all right like i got to see them do their shit in person mm-hmm. and i was like all right i mean they're still funny regardless right um they made some more like you know it was like more you know when you're watching something live anything could happen mm-hmm. and anything that's going on at that time they can reference and so it makes the show a little funnier mm-hmm. but it was it was enjoyable that's why i was glad i'm like like maybe tonight <clears throat> after the show i'll go home say kiss the wife good night because she could probably be asleep by the time i get home put the dog out maybe sit down and watch some kids in the hall maybe i don't know <laughs> okay what else do you do that was it for me. I, I, I uh, like I said, I, I, it was last minute that I found out that this was dropping this weekend. We, I think we talked about it in the past the show right, and all, right, right. and I was just like, and then I saw a video like on YouTube, and they were like, "Yeah, Kids in the Hall dropped this weekend," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like I gotta, right. I gotta, you know, catch this. And I was like, right there on the on my YouTube, right in the front. I'm like, perfect. And I'm like, watch it. It's just kind of like the last this last few weeks have been like reliving my old my youth in a way. You know? <laughs> right. Kids in the Hall, you know, Weird Al bringing back, right. you know, having a bite. Half a half, half. So I'm like, I'm like. I'm like, wow, this is Look at awesome. me, I'm cruising in my car. Hey, what's up? It's me, Ed. I'm feeling feeling young again. <laughs> I did have I did talk to somebody who listens to the show. <laughs> that always makes me nervous. <laughs> it's always never good. <laughs> it was my brother in law. But okay. he, he was he was a little disappointed that we spoiled uh uh uh, uh Doctor Strange and the multiverse of matters. Oh, wait, 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 before you continue we're not going to apologize. Of that damn story. We gave him warning. We said, hey, by the way, fucking fast forward. <laughs> we didn't know how long we were going to talk about it. Yeah, you know what? But, <laughs> ten seconds. But, ten seconds. Ten seconds. But here's the thing. We're gonna, I'm going to say it like this. We're, we're we're not like we're not young anymore. We used to run home after like a show, right. a movie, you know, and actually like review it. We would set up the equipment and run and and do the you know like sure. a spoilerific one, and then we would try to do a spoiler free one. And you're going, yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> I mean, I would gladly do that. It's time. That's what it comes down to, Ed. <laughs> I don't have the time as I want to. I'm off. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, for the most part. I guess I could just run over here one day and be like, "Hey, Ed," or I call you and go, "Ed, want to phone in a you know, spoilerific version?" Did you, you saw Doctor Strange? I saw Doctor Strange. Want to do a quick like 20, 30, 40 minutes? We never do quick 20, 30, 40, 40 minutes. minutes. <laughs> it takes us twenty, thirty, forty minutes to start the show, <laughs> right? So I'm like, all right, <laughs> but you know what? We told you three, two, one spoilers, and just kind of hit that little ten yeah. second button, ten second. Well, he finally did see it, so he was you know, right. but he was appreciative, but he was just you know. He's like, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, I expect that all the time. I didn't say nothing. I just laughed. I just laughed right. in my head. I'm thinking, well, I expect that more often because oh, well, we warned you. We warned you. All right. Um, what else, Ed? Uh, that's it for me. I, like okay. I said, I'm trying to think what else I did. There was not much, you know, cars because I do 
a lot of things for people, so I uh, end up not having much time for myself. <laughs> I know you've done a few things because something big happened this week for you. It's not that big. <laughs> it was my birthday, Ed. I had Happy a, I, birthday. I had a birthday this week. <laughs> All right. Um, I almost forgot it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Look at the people like behind the scene. I come in, I'm like talking to Ed, and Ed's like, I'm like, so what's up? And he's like, well, I'm rough. And he's slow, but he goes up to like this corner like he's a sport, like, like he's a child in trouble. And I know he's got a cart. He's signing the cart, but his back is turned. Like, I'm really like, oh, I, I, and now I have to fake surprise. Like, oh, Ed, you shouldn't have. <laughs> but the thing is that he remembered about the card. When he saw me. Well, actually, it wasn't even when I saw you. It was when you walked into this room, and that's when I realized, like, oh, the card's over there. Shit, I forgot to sign it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it, like, I bought it, I think, like, the Monday after the last show. Right. I was thinking, oh, crap, this is your birthday. Like, I remembered, and I was like, I'm like, I'm like I gotta, I gotta do something. So I bought the card. I'm like, oh, I got time. I got, like, a week before I can sign that sign. <laughs> like, the last 30 seconds. Oh, shit. He signs it. Here you go. I'm like, <laughs> You shouldn't have. <laughs> um, so, see, what did I do? I didn't really do much. I mean, on the day of my birthday, I I spent most of it alone. Actually, <laughs> I think about it. Me and the dog, because um, it goes coming. That's a peanut butter. <laughs> no, my dog is a sweetheart. I would never violate her like that. She's my baby. <laughs> um, my neighbor's dog's a different dog. <laughs> Um, the reason why it kind of slides into one of the things that happened this week, Stacy has, um, she works in retail as well. And this week she was asked to come to kind of like a, not like a, I want to say a mini, uh, conference. It was like her and like 12 other people, okay. so other store leaders. And it was basically to, um, help with interviewing. Okay. Not that she needs help, but it's more of like a, a think tank of people who, Make sure they're properly. How do we make sure that we let our people know that they're properly interviewing people? Mm. You know, it wasn't like a. Uh, it was like, like I said, more like a think tank. A bunch of store leaders got around, and, and they were handpicked. By the way, mm. I say that Stacy didn't want to go because originally it was supposed to be uh, in Jersey somewhere, and it was like, well, we're going to put you up in a hotel. You're going to stay the night. You'll be home by Wednesday afternoon. Stacey's like, well, Tuesday's my bir- my husband's birthday, and, and can I just come home and just drive back up? Like It was like in Deptford. It's like a half hour away. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, okay, yeah, sure. At first, she wasn't even sure where she was, she was even going to go because she said she didn't want to go. She's like, I don't want to do this at, at all. Mm-hmm. But her boss kind of made her because... <sighs> My wife is very smart, she's very talented, and she's very headstrong and determined, and when she puts her mind to something, she can accomplish just about anything. And I say that not because she's probably listening, but because <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's the listen. <laughs> um, and what happens is her, her boss is impressed with her ability to get things done. Yeah. So he is, I th- she thinks... He's trying to get her to be what's like a um, a, a manager, a, a district manager in training. Not the not 
there's like all these fucking initials, and I keep getting them wrong. It's basically a manager of a store who goes to other stores to help out other managers with stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not a district manager, but it's a manager. Mm-hmm. Like a district manager, she's not in charge of anything. Right. She takes, you know, it's it's kind of like um. She's like a lieutenant, you know, that I guess runs so, yeah. around, you know, yeah, make sure. sure that the other stores are doing well. Like the underling that goes, you know, like for the district manager going, because now she's in the trenches and she knows how the right. stuff works. Right, like your numbers are so good. We want you to teach other people how to get those numbers. Right, we want to duplicate your success right. throughout the region. Right, you know? like, hey, the store over there in King of Prussia is slacking off. Can you go over there and have a conversation with somebody or call them up to see how they're doing, see if there's anything that I, as a district manager, can do? It's kind of like, you're right, it's, it's very like he's the, the, the godfather and he's got his line of captains. Right. She's not, she's not, she doesn't have that position. What I mean is that she thinks he's trying to get her into that position. Into that part, yeah. And my wife will go, kind of like me, will reluctantly go kicking and screaming. She does. She's like, I just became a store manager. I'm not ready for that next step because I don't think I know everything to be able to make that next step. Right. But her boss is always going, okay, well, how would you handle this? And she would tell him what it is. And he's like, that's exactly right. I don't understand why you're doubting yourself. Like, like you are right for this position. And in her company, things move pretty fast. Right. You know, um, like if they, if they see talent, they want to let the cream rise to the top, Ed. Right. So she goes to this shindig, and it's, you know, all day. But they decided instead of going in Jersey, they actually went down to, a, like, a place down by um, the airport, which is about 20 minutes away from the house. Right. You know, it's not that far, right? Right, yeah. So she's like, okay, well, I'll, I guess I'll go. You're, I'm going to miss your birthday. I'm like, that's well, okay. I mean, there'll be another one, you know. Um, she came home, you know, and then, then she came home with homework. Because one of the things they were doing is they have these packets, and there's like a good interview, a bad interview, and then a great interview. Mm-hmm. Like, so she promised that she would go home and do this. She'd like my husband's a you know a store manager. In fact, when they found that out, they were like, "Oh, well, you should have brought him. He would have probably had a good time. We'd like to have heard his input too." And she's like, "No, you don't." <laughs> You're like, I love my husband, but he why would he want to come here? It's not his company on his day off on his birthday, and to sit in this room with you guys just to talk about how you interview somebody, <laughs> like, what you look for in a candidate. I'm like, sweetheart, is breathing an option because at this point I might take you (laughs) (laughs) I was desperate (laughs) I takes what I get like as long as you know the alphabet and you can work weekends you're fucking in (laughs) that's my job you know I don't care don't care so I told her she she had to be the interviewer and we had scripts like she had to be the interviewer and I was the interviewee we and I got to pick like do I want we had to go through all three and it's a script right now, like, you know, how to be a bad interviewer, how to be a good interviewer, how to be a great interviewer. Like, you know, like, so she would ask me a question, I would read off the answer, and she would have to kind of, she didn't know what the answers were, but then she has a follow-up question, which is where I could kind of riff, okay. so to speak, and <laughs> I use air quotes. Like, you know, but it, and it wasn't, um, there was nothing particularly funny about it. Right. I... You know, like the bad interview is a, like a lot of closed-ended questions, but it was just something that we were doing that we had. It was funny to us to be sitting there and like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I just you know, like, hey, how do you feel about the, you know doing this? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, you know, like I, the deadpan answer, right? That, the like, deadpan answer is nothing, right? Like when you're doing a job interview with somebody, 
you look for certain things. And, like, with the good interview, she was able to kind of, like, it was good practice. Um, I did kind of rake the company that she's working for there across the coals because one of the questions had to be, they had it broken down, like, questions for, like, team building and questions for, like, uh, integrity. And, you know, like, you can't really teach integrity, but you can kind of figure out that person's got integrity with, mm. through questioning. One of the things was like team building, and and the answer that I read was full of eyes and me's, and I'm like, how is this a, a team building thing? This is an individual patting themselves on the back for doing the job. Where is the team in that? Like, there's, uh, she was just like, I, I guess I'll take that back to him. <laughs> like, they were like, well, who who was saying the eyes and me's? You. Well, or my I- answer, like, she would ask a question, and the question was under the category of team building, mm-hmm. like if. It, this is um, the questions were geared towards if you were hi- trying to hire another manager. Mm-hmm. So, as another manager, you have to how do you lead your team to success, or how did you lead your team to success? And then one of the things was that like instead of talking about the person's team, we did this, or you know we were all motivated to get to this point. It was well, I did this. Okay, me myself and I in the answer, and I was like, but that's not a team building answer. That's a that's a I did it myself answer. <laughs> like how I I, I I'm compl- I'm flag on the play. Like right. I would be like, you got to go back. You got to tell them to fix this because <laughs> this is driving me crazy. And she, you know, she's like, oh, I'll go tell them. I don't think they're going to do anything. And of course, then the next day they're like, you really should have brought him. We really would have liked his input. And she's like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> Trust me, because he because uh, I was like, this is fucking stupid. I mean, I wasn't. Ju- we were having a good time, yeah. but it was just like this is ridiculous. How how is that an answer? Because like when we get to the bad interview, as a person who has to do interviews, I've sat and I've had to deal with those closed ended answers mm. where it's like, so you know, how do you like how what's your how, how do you feel about selling? Oh, I don't know. I just kind of just do what I'm told and I go about my day. How am I supposed to work with that, Ed? Right. How am I supposed to get some nuggets to see whether or not you belong on my team? Like, uh, do, you, do you have any kind of, how do you handle goals? And well, I really don't handle my goals. We just kind of all just get together and just kind of do it. <clears throat> like, how do you motivate your team? Like, how do you, before you get in trouble? Well, I just tell them that if we don't do it, we're going to get in trouble and we just go from there. <laughs> like, I'm like, I was getting so frustrated with the answers that were coming out of my mouth because I'm going, I fucking hate this person. And this person's me. I'm reading it. I'm like, oh my God, I would hate to have this interview. I've had, because their their concept was, even if, for me personally, the moment you give me that kind of a question, that kind of an answer to a question, you're done. I'm right. done. I can't work with you because you're not giving me anything to work with. I'm not going to, you can't get blood from a stone. Right. You know? And if this person doesn't really seem to be like energetic or it's just like you just feel like they're just taking a seat. And just giving you pat answers, kind of like yeah, no. Well, I mean, like like I've 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 dealt it where where you had like you give them like a three strike rule kind of thing, uh, you know, right? And because it's, it's like sometimes you're nervous, you know, sure, sure. Thing, so you try and find the question <clears throat> that will pull something out of right, it, right, and, right. and if that works, then you continue on. Right, and that's what that's what the whole lesson plan was yeah. with them all getting together is making sure that. Even though you know this person's a bad interview, you should still do it anyway because you might be able to pull some information out of them because of those reasons. Also, two, they came down and they were kind enough to give you your time. You should spend, like, 
time with them. Right. And I'm like, bullshit. If I'm sitting down with somebody, I'm like, so do you play any video games? Nah, never played any video games. Thanks for your time. Fuck you. Get out. <laughs> like, I can't. It's yeah, a requirement. It's kind of, it's not it's necessarily. It's kind of unwritten rule. It's here. an unwritten rule that if you're going to work in the gaming industry, maybe you should play video games. Just to <laughs> or you be, should know something about it. Right. You don't have to be like, you know, I, don't tell me you play fucking, you know, what do you call it? Bejeweled Blitz on your phone. That doesn't make you a gamer. Yeah. You know, it's it's it makes you tolerable, <laughs> and it's like you can't teach. Uh, not really, <laughs> not really. Not really. Like, have you seen Bejeweled Blitz? <laughs> it's like, hey, guess what? The Mario Super Strikers are coming out for the Switch. It's that soccer game. Quick, tell me about it. Well, I don't know. I don't have a Switch. That's fine. You know what? You don't need a Switch. I don't have an Xbox, but I still got to sell an Xbox game. So why don't you tell me something about it? Oh, I don't know. I guess it looks like there's Mario in it. it... You're right. Mario is in it because he's on the cover. Yes, okay. Looks like soccer, yes, because he's kicking a ball, yes. Do you know how many players are in there? No, I didn't. There's, there's, there's stuff here for you to read. You know, <laughs> like... <laughs> like, you just, like, it's like pulling... Making, getting blood from a stone. You're just like, I... I can't. I'll sit down and I'll try to talk with somebody, but I was like, so, why did you choose GameStop as a career? Well, you know, there was an ad in the paper. <laughs> like, like, I saw the help wanted sign. I, I, I saw the help wanted sign. I was perusing through Indeed. You know, I, 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 are you, are you a gamer? Yeah, not really. I don't, I don't play video games. <sighs> what, 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 then why did you come in? Well, I'm just trying to get a change of change of job. I worked behind a desk for a little while. I figured this would be interesting. Okay. Like and at that point I'm, I'm like, you're done. I I can't yeah. what did you do when at the other job? Like maybe you might have some skills that might be able to work out at the position that I'm trying to hire you for. Well, mostly I just answered the phone and I did some filing and I'm like, Okay, maybe you got like Okay, filing. Filing is good because a lot of stuff we have to file video games and we have to put them in alphabetical order. order. Like, right. you know, like to try to keep that up. <laughs> so, how, like, you, but your communication skills are shit because I'm like, a family walks in, Ed, and they want to buy a video game system. They never bought one before in their life. What video game system would you recommend to them, Ed? Well, I'd ask them a question like saying, <laughs> would, would this be for the whole family or just for your child or for your thing? They go from there, start from there, and they go for the whole family. Well, the Nintendo, the Nintendo uh, Switch might be the way to go. Right. It has a lot of colorful characters, a lot for the children, but some things for the older kids as, as well. And then that's, that's how we would go. And then exactto mundo. Yeah. You know what, Ed? That is a very good... There's no right or wrong answer. It's just a kind of gauge how you are as a person and what, how your thought patterns are. Some people would be like, well, I don't really know. I guess, you know, I guess I'd probably tell them a PlayStation. Well, why PlayStation? Well, I guess because, you know, it's there, like, because <laughs> that's what I have. Okay, we you got to kind of like you again ask questions. Right. We have a thing. It's like when you. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking too much behind. That's not. We have a thing. It's called Are You Game? G A M E. Right. Right. Okay. And it means something. Right. Right. It means greet the guests when they walk in. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, ask questions. Uh-huh. Make suggestions. Uh-huh. And then I say it's educate the guests, but I think it's. Um, I think it's. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I, uh, e uh, and uh, engage. Nope, nope. I don't. Know. I always say uh, educate them, right. like to make sure that they know that hey, like this is what you're getting. It's it's are you games? You get it? Uh-huh. An acronym, <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
and if I don't feel like you got that in the interview, you have a little bit. You greet, ask questions. You know, you make suggestions. Like you're all right, and you're educating them because it's got this and it's got that, and you got game. <laughs> Let me know when you want to start. <laughs> so that was that was how I spent my birthday. <laughs> I did buy, uh, like I said, I did buy Uncharted like the next day. I think when I was out. Uh, and I watched it. Fun. We talked about that. Right. Um, I also, <laughs> I also watched the movie. I own the movie, uh, the kid who would be king. All right, it's a uh, okay. It's a King Arthur movie. Right, right. A uh, kid comes across getting bullied in school. Tries from a bully. There's a sword in uh, stone, sort of. He pulls it out. And, you know, hey, you are going to lead people to this. Uh, Patrick Stewart's in it briefly. He plays old Merlin. He plays Merlin. Uh, but there's a young kid playing more so Merlin. It was a very cute movie. I, I didn't... I wanted to see in the theaters. I'm going to say that it wasn't... It's kid-like, but definitely very tweeny. What I mean by tweeny is that... Is that where the kid was like in the, in the trailer was like, you know, like, don't don't kneel in front of me. It's embarrassing. Or right, like, yes, oh, that okay, one. Okay. Um, there's some scary elements. Like the, some of the, like, because Morgana, um, Morgana, yeah, I think it's, it's uh, the evil witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like planted in the ground and she's got all these vines and she's sending these people, at, like these creatures after the kid. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like scary. And I'm like, wow, this is... I would not, if I was a 12-year-old, I probably don't know. If, I mean, I'd probably see it because I was 12 years old. I'd be like, yeah, woo! But as an adult, I'm like, this is actually, it was a really good movie. There were some good laughs to it. Mm-hmm. It was entertaining. So I, I highly recommend it as, okay. like a, as like a film. Uh, what else did I do, Ed? Because based on the trailer, I don't think I would have saw that movie. Right. Yeah. I was, I, well, I like the King. I, I kind of like. I it, do, too. You know but like It kind of was like a little bit of Goonies meets uh, the Excalibur. Okay. It, because it's kids doing basically <laughs> what? See, see when you see it like that, like the movie Excalibur, I always it's that scene where the where the knight <laughs> I forget <laughs> that it was, but he's wearing the armor and the girl's naked. They're having sex. <laughs> Everybody does okay. that scene. Everybody that scene. Maybe it's like. Goonies meets uh, First Night. How's that? All right. <laughs> I mean, I use Excalibur because Patrick Stewart's in the same movie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, also, too, Stacy and I, Patrick Stewart is in it. He's, yeah. he's a small bit, but he's also I, I has have, hair. He's what? He has hair. I'll have to watch it again. It's been a long time since I've seen Excalibur. So I have to go back. I have to go back. <laughs> had to go back. I have to go to the Wayback Machine and uh, watch this. Set the dial. Patrick Stewart, Excalibur with hair. With hair. With hair. <laughs> like there's another version of him in Excalibur. Uh, he did go ball on it. That's how he went ball. Oh, uh, does he have? Oh no, he doesn't have hair. <laughs> oh, he's me with the cap. I don't know. Oh, he's he's very. But look at him. Look how look how young and stature he is. Very uh, manly. Right, right, okay, yes. He's very manly. <laughs> he plays... Uh, I don't know who he plays, but he's in the movie. All right. Anyway. Uh-oh. Someone just messaged me. Oh, okay. Never, it's work. Of course it's work. It's always work. It's always work. <sighs> um, so, <laughs> and also, we've been watching Shark Tank. Stacey yeah, I remember you telling me that one, yeah. We're now in an episode where, again, I think it's like early 
uh, like early 2010, 2011 era, and a guy came in and he had this. This made us laugh, and I'm going to bring it to the show. I don't know if it's going to hold up. I don't know if it's going to hold up its its weight in what do you call it humor. Guy comes in. His big idea is patches for your butt, right? And the patches light up, right? So you can have like uh, sassy britches. Sassy be one, British woman the other, and maybe some of the lights would light up. And this guy thought it was like he's a stay-at-home dad, and you know his wife—he's married for thirteen years. His wife been supporting him, and he seems like the kind of guy has got like every like. Oh, this week I come up with this idea, and I'm going to follow this through to the end. And now with Shark Tank, he can go on national television and, and try to pitch his wares, right? right? And what got me was the fact that he. Dead serious, dead serious about this idea, and the idea has already been around. It's like he lived under a rock, and they realized, like, dude, they've been having patches with lights on them for decades, and the patches look like they were right out of the seventies, like you know, sunflowers, and and I'm like, yeah, that's not gonna, that's not gonna sell. But to me, it was the name of what he called his company <laughs> that made me lose it. The name of the company. <laughs> you have to look this up. Uh, I gotta make sure. Twinkle cheeks. <laughs> And the reason why it made me laugh, I'm like, Twinkle Cheeks. That was my dancer name in the, in the 80s. <laughs> ladies, all right, ladies, here he comes. The one that you got it. It's your, your one and only Twinkle Cheeks. <laughs> it's raining, man. Uh, hallelujah, it's raining, man. It had me dying. Twinkle cheeks. Like, and he said it. Like, oh, my company, Twinkle Cheeks. Like, said it so serious. And I lost it. I was like, Twinkle Cheeks. Could you imagine? Imagine. Hey, here's my business card. Sean, what's your, what's your company? Twinkle Cheeks. <laughs> what do you do? I make light up patches for your butt. You know, held on by held on by strong little magnets, so that way you can go. And I'm like, maybe this would have an idea. Like, it's it's a novelty gift if you were at a rave high off your ass and you wanted like some sort of light up on your ass, like yeah, baby. Or if you worked at a strip club and you wanted like pasties or something right. like in your bikini. Look, they light up in their little lightning, lightning bolts and they twinkle. It's awesome. It's cute. It's adorable. Where'd you get it from? This company called Twinkle Cheeks. <laughs> like, <it's> just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, took my stage name. <laughs> also, um, I did. Uh, I bought something this week too. It's my birthday. I got a little extra scratch, you know, yeah. like a little you know gift card, you know, whatnot from people. Thank you, Ed, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I what do you call it? Um, I was at Walmart getting my clear merkin. American. Right, and I always peruse the DVD Blu-ray section just like you do. Right. Well, I came across something from Time Life Books and Magazines. <laughs> okay. All right. It is a box set. It's not really a box. It's a five-disc set uh, called Robin Williams Comic Genius. Oh, okay. I did see that. Yeah. Right. It's all of his... It's his five HBO specials on in one compilation and, like, a bunch of extra material. It's like, uh, I have not yet watched it because I bought it did other things last night. Okay. Um, I plan on watching some of it tonight or maybe while I'm off because I got, you know, vacation, not vacation time, but days off. Um, sorry, my shoe came undone, but I guess I'll worry about that later. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it was like 30 bucks for a five disc set yeah i'm like all right you know what i sure why not i mean i, I, I circle I, around that every once in a while right, like, yeah. i look at it and i'm like you know what do i want to buy it don't want to buy it? it's on dvd i do i and i'm like well this i i've i think i've seen all his stand-up comedy you know all of his stand-up stuff so i remember enjoying it immensely you know uh, so i'm like all right we well, you know what i i will i will treat myself eh? treat myself all right i also treated myself to something on voodoo <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna present this to you and i'm gonna tell me how you cannot do th- how you could not pass this up all right uh can i guess sure go ahead was it the Friday the 13th set for Oh, no, you know what? That was real fucking tempting. Was it? It was. It I was, didn't do it, it either. Uh, it was eight, eight movies for $13. All the Friday, not all of them, but Friday the 13th, one through eight. Yeah. I don't know why they don't do nine, 10, 11. I, I figure, why not? I guess maybe they don't own, didn't own the rights to them or yeah. whatever. It was tempting. I was like, because this week was Friday the 13th. It's a, it's a beautiful sale if you like those kind of slasher movies. Right. I would buy it, and I would never watch it. What I found was more interesting, though, is that there's a two-part documentary on the on uh, Friday the 13th. It was like, I don't know if it's still on sale, but it was like five bucks. For, mm-hmm. And like the first one's like four fucking hours long, and the right. second part's like three hours long. I'm like, that to me seems way more interesting than all the other eight movies is how do you get almost seven hours of content out of one movie or one franchise, right. like out of, of a documentary? And I'm like... Well, then there's a Nightmare on Elm Street. I, I have that flag, too. That's four hours. Yeah, because my wife watched that, and I actually ended up watching that, because I found that more f- fascinating than the movies themselves. Right. Like, and that's why I'm like, I was circling and going, well, I don't know. Maybe I might want to watch that, because that, or buy that, because it was cheap. It was like five bucks. For, it was like, it would have been $10 for it. Um, and there's, but then I saw one that I also flagged for later. It was like a Kiss documentary too. It's also like two parters. It's like three hours. <laughs> that was done last year. I'm like, oh, you know, we were just talking about how much I love Kiss. That's right. I'm like, oh my god, it's like the universe is saying, hey, Sean, here you go. Like, <laughs> I didn't buy it. What I did buy was I bought uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the extended edition, uh, the 4K version, digitally for twenty bucks. Okay. All right. All right. I did the math. And I'm like, okay, we're just like, you know, one's like four and a half hours. Like, I want to be in like almost 12 hours worth of movies for 20 bucks. Right. That's not including all the appendices. Now, I, full disclosure, I already own them digitally, but when I bought them, they only offered the standard edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, oh, you bought this, you bought the, you bought the super duper pack, but we're not giving you the HD selection. Or maybe I just pissed poorly, didn't think I needed the HD. Di- Whatever reason. But I was like, well, here's a chance to kind of make up for lost time. Right. And I can, I'm like, it's cheap enough. Twenty, I thought 20 bucks was a nice deal. Because with tax, I want to be like $22 for all that stuff. And what was, to me, personally satisfying is that because it says bundle and save, right? And I hate those things. I wish I could break it apart. But since I already owned them broken apart, they didn't get shrunched together. They're there separately, but then also in the bundle and save part. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just waiting for the Hobbit to come around because you could you could have bought the Hobbit all three movies individually for like ten bucks a pop, and I'm like I don't want to do that. Give me sweeten the deal, right? You know, if you put them all together and make it twenty bucks, you might you maybe you'll get it out of me because now I just bought the I bought the good set. Right. <laughs> now I have to complete the set, so now I'll wait for it to be on super duper sale. Right. You know, like I said, this week was more of like a oh, what do you got? 
again, it's I'm bored. I got nothing to do. Let me go search voodoo. What do you got? What do you got? And that one seemed the most appealing to me because I was like, all right, I can, I can do that. I feel like I, I earned that one because I'm like, I like those. I like the extended cuts. I like it, and I also all the special features. I'm like, I'm, sign me up, voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> So that's, that's kind of what I did. So I don't know what's coming out, though, this week. I think that was all I did. I'm trying to think. Job, video games. I am on episode seven. I am on episode seven of Lego Star Wars. Oh, okay. Right. I'm playing Lego Star Wars. I know you are, too. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't touched it since that. Since the day you walked in to yeah, buy it? Well, that, <laughs> it was a week after I bought it, but yes. <laughs> I was playing it on my day off. I got to episode seven, and I've gotten to the part like I. I'm going to not spoil anything, but when you get those studs, he's ready, man. When you get the studs, you can, and you get the little data cards, you can get perks. <laughs> and I, what was the name of that company again? <laughs> Twinkle cheeks. Twinkle cheeks. Twinkle cheeks. Twinkle cheeks. Twinkle cheeks. Um, one of the things I like to try to do is I, I'm very like. I don't. I'm more goal oriented with fucking Lego games than I think in my entire life. I don't know why that is. My goal really is to get the data cards so I can get the the multipliers for all the studs, right? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Yes, because I, I I laugh because it's like my goal is just to get to the end. Oh, see. <laughs> so, I so, need- so every time you every time you complete a section or a level uh-huh. or whatever it is, it shows you like all the shit you basically missed. Right, like, right, right. It's like Frank, five of these builds you did right. one. You know, like, like, fuck. Like, 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 where are those? And I even have like the little the little highlights or like where they're at. But some of them I can't get to because I might not have. I try to play through the game once to unlock all the characters that I'll need to play through a second time and free play and be able to kind of mix and match my play style to right. get what I need to get them done. But the first thing I try to focus on is getting those multipliers because it's like okay, well, when you get two million studs you're gonna unlock this multiplier which is gonna make it you know four times the amount or two times the amount mm. <clears throat> and then it's like two four six and then ten you know so by the time if you ca- if you get to the tenth multiplier and unlock mm. it every stud you get is multiplied by like 3200 points okay. like the moment you start up a level you're already for this game true jedi because you walk on there the moment one stud touches you hey you've already achieved that goal of of night of Jedi Knights so everything else is just bonus money come past right. your pocket <clears throat> because I need there's a trophy there to get 10 billion studs <laughs> and I am I, I want the 10 billion studs mm, sounds like an average Saturday night for me boys <laughs> <laughs> hello fellas I need 10,000 of you post haste <laughs> I got my data cards right here. <laughs> I want that trophy. <laughs> That's why he calls him Twinkle Cheeks. That's right. Twinkle Cheeks is back in effect. It's raining, man. Hallelujah. It's raining. So, <laughs> so, um, so now I'm like, I want to get that trophy because once I get the 10 billion studs, I can start buying the fuck out of everything. <laughs> <laughs> it just chuckles when I say 10, million, 10 billion studs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I can completely understand. Where is it? Um, fuck. What is? Um, something happens at work, and 
there's uh, uh, something that goes on in a commercial, and every time they say it, I, the, the eight-year-old me is like, <laughs> like, I can't remember what it is. If it wasn't work, I'd probably be like, that's it right there. That's it. That's it. That's the thing I keep chuckling at. You know? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I've been doing that. Like, I'm looking forward to having my. I got a day off Tuesday. Stacy's working all day. I'm gonna wake up with her because that's what I usually do. Wake her. I wake up with her. Have breakfast. Send her. By the way, have a good day, baby. Get my Monster Energy drink. Sit down. Pet the dog and go. Alexa, turn on the TV. Go to HDMI one. And I'm already sitting there waiting for it. Like uh huh. And starting. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I just started episode seven, so I'm going to try to get through those three uh, three things Tuesday, and that way then it becomes like, oh, yeah, now I can go back and replay everything and try to unlock it. I want perfection, Ed. I demand perfection out of my Lego games. <laughs> All right. There you go. Okay. All right, so what's coming out on Blue Blade DVD, Ed? Uh, the first movie uh, is uh, Licorice Pizza is coming out this Tuesday. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, it was the first triple A title. I Apparently, saw. a lot of people liked it. Yeah, I think. Right. Right, whatever. Uh, Infinite is also coming out on 4K and Blu-ray and all that kind of stuff. That's I think so. The HBO, not HBO. It's Marky, Mark Wahlberg. I'm just called Marky Mark. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an M, uh, um, um, Paramount Plus. Oh, I don't. You have Peacock, right? Uh yeah, I have them all. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Peacock, I, Peacock, and I'll pay for it. Uh, the Peacock app has uh, what do you call it? I pay for yeah, it. Mark so. Werberg, yep. Yeah, Mark Yep. It's five bucks. Um, yeah, I have the uh, um, the new Firestarter came out this week. Oh yes. I was like, I want to see that. Stacy will not see it with me, but I'm gonna wait to see it. But wait until she's sleeping. <laughs> okay. All right. What else? Uh, these are all 4K releases getting uh, released. Uh, we have Escape from New York. Okay. The Craft. <laughs> all right. Beverly Helps Cop Two. Sure, why not? One's already in 4K. And the man who shot Liberty Vance is coming out on 4K. It's in black and white, just to let you know. Just to throw that out there. <laughs> it's a John Wayne picture. I get it. Okay, fine. I... <laughs> All right. I get it. Preservation is key. Like, you want to preserve these movies. in the How do you transfer a movie like that into 4K definition? And why? <laughs> Who's asking? The, the grays are so gray. I mean, the blacks are, the blacks so, are so, so deep black. and black, and the whites are so white. <laughs> I mean, it looks like segregation in the 50s. That's how beautiful it looks. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no wow. one cares. The people who are going to care about that probably are already dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't, I mean, John Wayne, who's been dead since the 70s. Yeah. He was dead right around when I was a child. I remember making a big deal. Like, oh, fuck that. When did he die? I know he died of lung cancer. I think. Uh, no, colon cancer. Colon cancer. Whatever. Yes. Riding on horse too many times. <laughs> John Wayne's death. <laughs> uh, June eleventh, nineteen seventy nine. So Sad. I was nine years old. It was I was already deep into Star Wars. I didn't care. I'm like, who was the cowboy? I don't don't know him. Don't I don't know him. I don't know who he is. I think maybe I seen him once on like the Oscars. Him walking out in a cowboy hat, and that's it. Yeah. And I've seen his I've seen his picture in True Grit because of the eye patch. Right. But other than that, and also in the Greatest Story Ever Told, truly he's the son of God. <laughs> like like <laughs> the really bad like bad cameo. And <laughs> why is he? He doesn't look like a a Jew <laughs> like in front of 
The cross? I don't... All right, whatever. <laughs> you be looking that up? No. Oh. no. Um, I just don't... It's like, really, that one? Like, isn't there... Okay, I, I get it. Beverly Hills Cop 2, sure, why not? I don't think it, it... On the list of movies, I don't think it should be there. It's tough, but there's, you go... There's a long list, the laundry list of movies. Right. The Beverly Hills Cop... Should be fucking two, should be lower than than when the, when that still needs to release. Here's One the, thing, but the man who shot Liberty Vance. Don't get me wrong, I love John Wayne films. I love westerns, but the thing is, is like I would be like, what? Like that, know, that's what I said. I'm like, oh, I, I this the only reason I brought it was because of you. I know. <laughs> Sean's gonna get mad. <laughs> what I'm gonna do, Ed, is Citizen Kane on 4K. I think it is. All right, well, let's find out. The Criterion Collection. Yes, it is. Ultra HD 1941. It is $29. All right. Okay. That deserves right. it. Um, <laughs> Scarface on 4K. That's a good but, movie. Yeah. Sure. I sure. can see that one. Yeah. It is also on 4K. All right. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Hold on. Maybe. Hold on. Hey, wait. Ruthless People on 4K. <laughs> It is not on 4K. It just that movie doesn't deserve to be on 4K. I would have been shocked. I wouldn't have. But I would have still have my own. Um, how about how about Excalibur? Excalibur on 4K. <laughs> this is good. It is not okay. on 4K. However, again. Sword and the Sorceries. <laughs> we talked about that one. Sword and the Sorcerer, the collector's edition, fucking is on 4K. Yes. $30. I should order that. Because <laughs> I like that movie. I just, again, don't think it should be on 4K, but... <laughs> uh, however, Excalibur movie is on Blu-ray for $10. <laughs> Uh, Here, would John Borman's Excalibur ever be released on blue 4K Blu-ray? It's from Reddit, but I don't care. <sighs> All right. <laughs> so, congratulations to Liberty Vance for hitting the 4K wall. Oh, joy. <laughs> this next one, I, 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 I read it. I had to read it like 12 times at least. Okay. I'd still be like, what? A Day to Die is coming out. It's coming out this year. It's a Bruce Willis film. Of course it is. A day to die. A day to die. And I'm thinking, is this a sequel to... No, it's not. <laughs> is this the continuous of John McClane? No, it's, it's not. We call it. It's a prequel. <laughs> it's a day to die hard. <laughs> so... I just thought that was so odd. But it's coming out direct to video. Is there a, do you have a synopsis? I'm trying to bring that up here real quick here. Bruce Willis, A Day to Die movie. All right. Uh, and that's Fortress 2, A Day to Die. After Killing, yep, it's got Kevin Dillon's in it, and then Bruce Willis, <laughs> just so you know. Uh, after killing a drug syndicate member while protecting a parolee, Connor Connolly has one day to pay $2 million in reparations he doesn't have to Tyrone Pettis. He is forced to ask his old military ops crew, led by Bryce Mason, to come together and somehow get $2 million before Connor loses everyone he loves. Uh, so, I'm going to say Kevin Kevin Dillon is Connor Connolly, Frank Grillo is Bryce Mason, 
So Bruce Willis plays Austin. I'm assuming it's probably the bad guy. Eh. I don't know. Well, you know, he's he's there. He is with the gun, and he's got Bruce Willis has got like a gray man. Oh wow, he looks. Here you go. I'm gonna see if I can get. Uh, he looks. Look at look at this. Uh, look at that. He got the grizzly looking beard and everything. I'm yeah. like, wow, Bruce, going for the the grizzled look. <laughs> <laughs> There's a day to die. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. <laughs> Bruce Willis film, A Day to Die. And it's like, well, that's a good title for the next movie. Uh, yeah. And then it's like, oh, wait. <laughs> You've got nothing to do <laughs> with, with it. it. Yeah. Right, what else, Ed? Uh, the Incredible Hulk, uh, Hulk is a two-movie collection pack on Blu-ray if you're interested. Okay. Those Hulk is fans the, uh, I'm assuming it's the... Uh, it's the Eric Banner. Uh, uh, Eric Banner and, and uh, 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 Ed Norton one. Yes. The two pack. I mean, it's the only yeah. two Hulk movies that are out. Yes. All right. Uh, then we have the Batman four film collection coming out on Blu-ray. Really re-release, basically, you know. Oh, the Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah, and then, and then okay. of course, the Dark Knight trilogy is also getting a the, uh, another Blu-ray treatment. Uh, basically, a lot of now a lot of rehashes. Uh, Goodfellas is coming out on Blu-ray uh, again. Uh, Top Gun is coming out. Well, of course, because, you know, you got the Maverick movie coming out. And since I brought you AHA, the movie, last week, <laughs> I brought you, I'm bringing you Goo Goo Dolls, Grounded with the Goo Goo Dolls. It's coming out on 4K, so. Unfucking believable. The Goo Goo Dolls? <laughs> yes. 4K. 4K. <laughs> Phone? I have to know. Hold on. Goo Goo Dolls. So, you know, like, don't want to wait forever. I want to turn the tinter. Purple Rain on 4K. Purple Rain is not on 4K. There Just saying. Go. That's a movie that deserves to be 4K. 4K. God rest his soul. Prince was a musical genius. His movie, smash hit, 4K deserves Goo Goo Dolls. I don't think so. <laughs> don't think so. <laughs> Unbelievable. There's a Prince movie collection. He was in two movies. <laughs> it's 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 what you call it. I like the cover though. I'm like okay, I'm, I'm interested. You know what what movies? Because it's got to be Purple Rain. It's got to be Under the Cherry Moon. Right. That's it. Those are the two two movies. Right. Two movies. Makes the collection. Makes it. I guess it does. Two movies. Uh, there's number of disc at three. Oh, uh-huh, a so bonus disc. Maybe. Maybe. What's it come with? Um. Oh, uh, come on. Description. Prince Triple, that's it. Come on, you fuckers. I don't... Oh. Oh, he did do a... That's right. Okay. All right, there's Purple Rain. Uh-huh. Then the sequel, uh, Graffiti Bridge. Oh, that's right. I was and then to... Under the Cherry Moon. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, right, there you go. Bridge. There's oh, your yeah. three. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. There you go. All right. All right. What else is coming out? Um, we got to move on to video games now. So it's uh, here we go. Here you go. Here you go. And, uh, right now, Jack Squat. <laughs> There's four things that came oh. out. So uh, well, this one's gonna be tough. So uh, bear with me. Amaruki Generation, developed <laughs> by Origami Digital and published by Origami Digital and Playism for the Xbox One, Xbox Series S, and X. That's coming out Tuesday. That's an Xbox seven. exclusive. Seventeenth, yeah. Whew, all right. Did I pronounce it wrong? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. You probably did, but I don't know anything about that game. Uh, Deliver Us to the Moon. 
<laughs> developed by <laughs> by the Cramdens. <laughs> Ralph and by brought to you by Honeymooners. <laughs> I'm gonna send you right to the moon, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> developed by Kia. Kioiken Interactive and published by Wired Productions for the PS5, Xbox Series S and X, and that's coming out Thursday, May nineteenth. Right. Then we have Vampire: The Masquerade Swan Song. Wrong. That is wrong. I'm telling you for a fact that it's actually pushed back into June. I pre-ordered it. That's how I know it. All right. Well, it's unless it got pushed up, but I mean, it got pushed it's back. Coming, it might be coming out Thursday, May nineteenth. Oh shit! Well, uh, you know, up. developed by Big Bad Wolf, published by Nancon for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, Switch, and PC. Know. That is according to. I know GameStop.com, right? <laughs> <laughs> we don't fucking know what we're doing. Hold on for a second. Actually, Vampire: The Masquerade Swan Song Street Date it says May nineteenth. Huh. All right, well. <laughs> All right. Where's my... There it is. All right. It's game Informer. I thought, it. It, was, yeah, I thought it was June. Well, sh- well shit. Maybe because it's, it's coming out on Switch? <sighs> well, it's not coming out on Switch that day. I'll tell you that, sir. Because, uh... I mean, look. oh no, it is. I'm sorry. Yes, Thursday. It's coming out for everything. Everything really? Thursday. Everything. Everything. All right. So, um, digital pre-orders for Vampire included in the packs. So I wonder if do have. I wonder if it's digital only. Um, I don't know. Well, according to according to Game Informer, that's it's coming up for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series XX, Switch, and PC, and that's on Thursday, buddy. Huh. Okay. Alright, I'm looking at people quote here's a per month ago. Definitely do not pre order this game. Looking to be a nightmare from the development oh hell it went. Wait till the reviews come the month ago. As long as they aren't going with the shit show V five stuff. Uh this game looks pretty cool, at least it's setting an art direction so far. Here's what I know about it. Um <clears throat> Alright, so here's what I know about it, because I did pre order it. So we might have a preview we might have a review next week. Alright. Um it's basically a choose-your-own-adventure type thing. Okay. Um, it's the people, the company that did it also created a, um, oh, fuck, what was it? The name of the, the other game they did was, uh, shit. I forget, but it was, like again. I never played shit. I <laughs> was it good? It was one of those, it's one of those, okay, remember when I told you I was playing Detroit Become Human? Yes. And um, it's not this, it's the Quantum. They're also making um, a Star Wars movie, that, that company. Okay. A Star Wars game. This is not that company. <laughs> All right. I feel like I'm just giving a shitty review. Um, basically, you play as three vampires uh-huh. in Boston. And something happens to... if it, Well, <laughs> they're all pale in Boston, so it, but it's and, plausible. And wicked cool, man. <laughs> wicked cool. Go, wicked go, go, cool. Go, go wash the socks. Be wicked wicked I'm awesome. I'm going to park the card and have a yard. And I'm going to bite your neck because I'm a vampire. <laughs> story goes you play as three vampires um and anybody who knows of the vampire the masquerade the, the tabletop dungeon and dragons type game mm-hmm. it's based upon the rules of that like that that kind of world the mm-hmm. camarilla um the the different clans and stuff like that right something happens and then you are playing three people and i don't know exactly how the plot unfolds but 
I, from the trailer, one's like a cop, one or maybe playing as a cop, and then there's two other people. I don't know what they do, mm. and the choices that you make affect how the game plays. Okay, uh, and it looks like there's some role playing elements because it's a, based on a role playing game where you get to pick like if you want to be a little bit more stealthy, if you want to be a little bit more violent, like you get to pick like how you're going to play your play style. So um, I thought it was June 19th. I guess maybe I'm wrong. I guess. Maybe I'm wrong, Ed, because yeah. I pre-ordered it, and I because I was like, oh, I got a month, I'll be fine. Like you know, I got, I'll play it in June. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fine. I, it it can't come out. You know why I know it can't come out, Ed? Unless again, uh, because I'm in I'm in the business. I don't have any packages coming in this week that tell me there's street data material in it. Okay. Unless it all pops up. I mean, unless Monday comes around. I'm like, surprise, motherfucker. You're going to have shipment come in like Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. But it comes out on Thursday the 19th, right? Yeah. So I got to get a package before then to be able to open it up and get it all, all set up. Mm. Interesting, Ed. Very interesting. <laughs> but stupid. Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out. It's just, I'm like... And finally! <laughs> well, you got one more? There's another one? Yes. All right. Uh, Dolman, developed by Massive oh. Work Studio and published by Prime Matter for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox yeah. Series, SNX, and PC, and that's coming out Friday, May 20th. Yeah, that one looks interesting. Not too, not interesting enough for me to be like, ah, I think I want to get it. It looks like a, a Destiny-type ripoff game. Okay. It looks like you know, like oh, we gotta go beat this bad guy. Come on, everybody! And I'm gonna do it myself. And like in the trailer, this guy's fighting another guy, and the guy loses, and he's like kneeling down, like oh my god, I don't know if I can go on. And all of a sudden, there's like two other guys come up, and one pats him on the shoulder, like come on, bro, we got you. And he stands up, and they go fight the guy, like, and that's how it ends. I'm like, that doesn't really, it doesn't tell me anything, guys, except the bad guy he's speaking in a different language because he's an alien race, and he. You know, he, I think the thing that the quote is like, you know, army is a, 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 a an empire is only as good as its weakest link, and I refuse to be the weakest link in, in the mm. chain. And so I guess he's a uh, the tough bad guy, and you got to bring him down. I don't know. It looks like a shooter, maybe. It looked like it, but then the guy's also wielding a sword and a gun. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's, 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 it, I'm, I'm telling Stays I'm struggling with my job a little bit because they want us to get reserves and promote games that are coming out. And I'd be like, hey, there's not much. Hey, look, you got sometimes good, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe a shit when right. it comes to games. And like, if you're a if you're a Switch owner, there's some pretty good games. You got the Mario Chargers, you know, the, the, the soccer game that mm-hmm. I joked about earlier. That's coming out. Um, the Fire Emblem Three Hopes is coming out. So if you're a Fire Emblem fan, if that's coming out. I mean, if you're really a fan of the TMNT old classic games, there's like a TMNT classic bout coming out, like all the video games in one package. Hmm. I'm like, all right, well, maybe someone might be interested in that. You know who's not interested in that? Me. I'm supposed to be like, hey, guess what's coming out? Oh, my God. The Hogwarts Legacy game's coming out. You want to pre-order it? doesn't come out till maybe next to the end of this year. And it's for the Switch, too. And I'm like, I don't. how are they going to pull that off, Ed? How are they going to pull off Hogwarts Legacy for the Switch? Strong internet connection. I hope so, because you're looking... I mean, I get it. You know, you got the Joy-Cons, Havada Kedavra, you know, Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boop. You, you can use your Joy-Cons as wands. I get it. There's, a, there's an innate desire to do that with the Joy-Cons. Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Again, it's it's it's, it's a visual thing because <laughs> he's wild. Maybe he's hearing from my Expect the Patronum. No, no, Leviosa. <laughs> you know, I'm just sitting there going, okay, I guess you know, there's a, there's a, there's a strong desire. <sighs> Good luck with that, because I had to pre-order it twice, Ed. <laughs> Because, you know, my wife, I bought it for the PS5. I'm buying it for the PS5 because I want to play it on the PS5. Because right. it's a gorgeous-looking fucking machine, and it looks like a gorgeous goddamn game, right? Right. Well, I was like, well, I don't want to play it on the PS5. I don't like the PS5. I'd rather play it on the Switch because she likes to have her hands free, like with the Joy-Cons. I'm like, well, it is coming out for the Switch. Are you going to pre-order it for me? Why don't you just get to like the PS5? It's... I'm like, fine, I'll pre-order it for you. Like, I love you. You're my wife. I'll pre-order a copy for you. So when it comes out, you can lay in bed and play. You know, you're you're like, you cute little switch in your handheld. Like, ooh, that's great. You know, you can have it set up to where, you know, you have the little kickstand. You can wave your arms around. I'll be sitting on the big screen TV, 4K, and going, I'm going to be a Quidditch match. <laughs> Look at me. I'm going to light you on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, you got that coming up. Right. Uh, so, it's stuff like that. And it's it's the, in my industry, it's the lean time because not a lot of games, not a lot of good games come out in the spring slash summer right. because there is an idea like, hey, maybe you should go out and get some sun. <laughs> you know, like most people are going to go on vacation. Most people are going to not want to be inside the house playing video games. Kids are now done with school. Send them out to play. You don't want to keep them in the house. So not a lot of good games are coming out throughout the summer. It's going to be like you kind of like pick and choose. Maybe a couple like the Mario Strikers game has yeah, a following. See, that's, it's just it's a dumb strategy. I'll tell you that right I, now. Because I, I know when I was a kid, you would go to the video game store and see what you didn't pick. During this, like you know, Christmas right. month, right, winter months or whatever, and now it's like now, like I got nothing to do. Uh huh. Oh. I'm going to play this crappy game and get through it just to, because I want to play it, and it's now on sale for right, whatever amount. Like, like yeah, like oh, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla around Christmas time or Far Cry Six. Like maybe there is that game. Like I, I, I'm a whore. Where I'll be like, oh, there's new games coming out. Like I'm buy, 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 buy. There, trickle cheeks. <laughs> trickle cheeks. That's right. You're That's a whore. right. I'm a whore. Yeah. I will buy all those games when they come out. The moment they come, because I, I'm a, I'm a content junkie. I need to play that game now. I don't want to be here like oh, it's like Ghostwire Tokyo. I didn't think it was great. It looked great. Wanted to be a phenomenal game. Platinum did. I devoted a lot of time. But that game could also be a sleeper hit. Like you know, six months down the road, where people are going, well, there's no you know, three months down the road when there's nothing out. What do you recommend? Well, what do you got? I recommend this game because it was fucking awesome. You know, or like, oh, Ghost of Tsushima is a great game. It's been out for a few years now, but there's some people out there who haven't played it. Right. It's like, you're right. In this time of lull, when there's not really, I would say the next big AAA game where everyone really cares about is probably Madden. And that comes out at the end of August. Yeah. Until then, it's Jack Squat. You know, and then you got your Christmas time. Like, they haven't, I mean, there's no E3 this year. Right. But they're still supposed to be making announcements of games that are coming out, which makes it... I mean, there's the Gotham Knights game. Did you see the trailer? The, no, I haven't seen the trailer yet for that. I don't know. I'm getting kind of um, Marvel Avengers vibes from it. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's like a 13-minute trailer where you watch Nightwing. And um, so the plot of the game is Batman is supposedly dead. Um, Nightwing 
Red Hood, uh, Robin, and Batgirl are taking over. They're trying to keep peace in the city. Looks a little bit like Gotham, Arkham City. Um, it's not by Rocksteady, you know, okay. which makes me automatically be like, eh. The game got pushed back a few for a few months to like later this year. Uh, it looks okay, but I, I feel like the 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 AI on the bad guys from what I've seen, they don't look too smart. They look like kind of like, oh look, I'll wait for you. I'll wait. What was nice about the Batman games was that while you're fighting one guy, you could possibly get jumped by the other people around you. These guys all look like they're just waiting their turn to get their ass handed to them. Like, okay. it's like, oh, look, I'm going to fight you. Oh, I'll wait. Oh, now you're in my circle, my bubble circle. Now I'm going to attack you. So if I stay out of your, if I stay out of that person's circle, then they're not going to come at me. Then they give fucking, I don't know why they did this, but they gave Red Hood a, an ability. Well, first they gave, like, in order to get Nightwing to glide around the city, they gave him, like, a mechanical glider. You uh, you watch it now, yeah. aren't you? You know, and they gave Red Hood this stupid like air jump thing. I, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at the graphics right now. They're just doing kind of like, like you know the setup shots or whatever, right? right. And it looks, and it looks, and it looks great. It, it looks, good. looks great, but looks can be deceiving when it comes to gameplay. Like I say it's a it's a ga- in game footage work in progress. The, the, right, the beginning right. of it, so you're going ah. Right, so there's Nightwing. Yeah, yeah it looks great. It looks very Arkham Knight. Yeah, very Arkham Knight. Now, he's going to go to that building over yonder, and he's going to glide, Ed. Yeah. He's going to glide by this little thing. Look, wee, zink, out of nowhere. This, yeah, this, this glider, little glider thing. It's kind of like, it kind of reminds me of Green Goblin. He's like underneath the Green yes, Goblin glider. very good. Now, look, he's going to come in. He's going to start kicking some ass. Like, all right. This guy's just laying around doing nothing. He's just kicking their ass now. Yeah, he's just jumping around like a... Bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. Look, here's a guy. See how, like, look how the guys don't really... Like, that guy's waiting for you to... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wait my turn. And like, look, here comes here. Red Hood. Look what he gets to do. He doesn't glide. He somehow bounces, bounces into space. It's like a, it's like the, the shield from... Uh, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is oh, jumping on top okay. of That's a good pull, Ed. Yeah. And now he's got guns. And you're like, oh my God, he's been kicking ass and taking aim. No, it's the rubber bullets. Just to let you know, because, you know, it's really? nonviolent. Yeah. Because, you know, he's 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 back in Batman's good graces, and, you know, he's not a killer now. He 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 still brings down the bad guys, but he does it with rubber bullets. Uh, so he's shooting around, and, you know, now what's, interesting, what's interesting about it is it can be a four player game. Right? Yeah. Or it can be a one-player game. problem I have, Ed, is, is that you can't... <laughs> you don't know three other people. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> here's my question. <laughs> you give me that long room. Take it. Here's my question. Can I play... Is there a storyline where I play all of the characters at different moments in the story right. or do I have to pick one character and, play and then play throughout can I play the whole story like if I just like Nightwing can I finish the game with Nightwing maybe I can maybe I can't either way I mean I want to know if, is that an option right. or is it like okay well you're going to be Nightwing because he, you're in Bloodhaven for whatever reason or maybe you're just in town and this is his area mm. if you go to this section of the map or do you become Red Hood like because he's taking care of this part in the town like is and then maybe all the stories come together as one i don't know but it'd be kind of like i want to play batgirl the entire time you can it's nothing wrong with that but then maybe you have to like you have to unlock something you need to be nightwing right 
Are they? Like not? I said, it looks great, but I'm also like, oh, I don't know. It's like it's he's, he's it's Red Hood now on a motorcycle chasing a. Which apparently that motorcycle can be driven by anybody. Ah, okay. So all four characters have access to the Bat Cycle. Ah, okay. You know, and he's like, oh look, here I am. Da da da. All right. And I'm gonna start shooting people. Look, look, hey, these guys came out. Pop, 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 pow, bazingy, yoink. <laughs> you know, like, oh look, this guy's got a bat. I don't know what the circle around the bat was, but I guess it's you know it's supposed to hit. Yeah, I don't know if there's like a block or whatever, but yeah, I noticed that a couple of the characters right. you see circles. Like, oh look, the guy threw a Molotov cocktail, and it looks like no one. It looked like it hit everybody, but no one's on fire. Right. Yeah. You know, all right. Well, is there like fire damage? Like, or is there? Hey, you're the yeah, I, scarecrow. I, I can see, I can see the problems with this game already. As as you're telling me all this stuff, I'm like, I I see it, like you know, firsthand. You're going, yeah, this is kind of, yeah, yeah, right. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm not pre-owner. I will definitely wait. This is one of those games where I'm waiting for wait it. And see, I would rather. I mean, I know that the the Suicide Squad game that Rocksteady's doing. Makers of Arkham Knight and Arkham Asylum, all those really good Batman games, is coming out. With, you know, just you know, kill the Justice League, and I'm like, all right, that looks like a good game, and right. I'm I'm hoping it's they're a proven product, so I'm willing to wait, give them time. Like, okay, let that let that bake in the oven and make sure that when it comes out, it's a good game. Right. But this one, I'm like, eh, all right. I mean, it's got this cool little collector set. It's like a $300 fucking set, though, because it comes with uh, four statues that you put together in a diorama where it's all the superheroes, all your characters in that little circle. I'll call it the Avenger circle. Yeah. Where they're all back-to-back to one another, so you can kind of, like, span, span the camera around. It looks great and all, but do you really want to spend $300 just for that statue? Right. You know, you're hoping... I would. Nothing, nothing sucks more... Than being a huge fan of a product and going, oh my god, I can't wait to fucking buy this. Give me the best thing you got. I want. I'm going to be so deep into this game. It's incredible. Cyberpunk is a good example. How jazzed we were for Cyberpunk, and then it has that shit launch. You're like, oh, now I feel like a fucking idiot. Right. Like, could you imagine being the person who got the statue and got the collector's edition, and got like paid like two, three hundred dollars for that set, just to get a game that was initially broken right out the moment you bought it? You know, it'd be frustrating. Right. You know, it, it, and I just feel like that game's going to have, it got, this game got pushed back, so it means there's going to probably be like a day one patch of some sort. Uh, the only other game I think I'm looking forward to is in August is uh, Saints Row, the reboot hmm. is coming out. So, I mean, uh, outside of that, I'm like, eh, there's nothing really, you haven't, right. give, you haven't given me that, whoa, I can't wait to play that. Right. Lego Star Wars is probably the one. <laughs> the The Vampire Swan Song, I it, I wasn't interested in at first, but then the more I keep... The problem when I work at is we have the propaganda machine on all the time. Right. So I get to see the commercials and the ads all the time, and I'm like, well, that game doesn't look too bad now. Or then, then they have, like, here's a description of the game, and I'm like, well, I'm a big, really big fan of Vampire the Masquerade. I've loved that tabletop series. They had, they made a TV show, a short-lived TV show. I've read the novels. I'm like, I'm very deep in that world. Right. And it's like you got a property. I feel um, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines for the PC was great. They were supposed to come out with Bloodlines too. I pre-ordered it, but they can't. They didn't cancel it. They postponed it for God knows why. Probably develop, developmental hell. But I still have hopes. Going all right. I still got my pre-order. Because I know that game's going to come out sooner or later, and I'm still going to play that son of a bitch because I love that entire mythology and the entire world. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, 
want to play Swan Song, even though it's going to be like, I'm going to choose this, watch a little bit of like two minutes of a movie, and pick this decision, watch two more minutes of a movie. Right. Like, you know, so I'm like, all right, well, I, no, that's not too bad, because I really did like Detroit Become Human. You know, I never went back to do a second pass to try to make maybe t- different choices, but mm-hmm. I can because I got it as a free copy digitally. Right. Like, maybe I maybe I'll maybe I'll go back and revisit it. Maybe if I'm not like trying to get my studs up. <laughs> <laughs> Twinkle Jesus got to do his thing. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Twinkle Cheeks coming in going, hey, fellas, I'm here playing Ray now. Sue, sue, sue. So I guess I did. I do have some news, Ed. All right. Um, I, I'll be honest. News is kind of light lately. I, look, look, I mean light as far as if you don't want to be like neck deep into the whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, you know, defamation trial. There's something going on with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah, Ed. Apparently, Amber Heard wrote a, uh, an op-ed piece in the Washington Post, right, and slammed her at that time, ex uh, uh, a lover, calling him abusive, and it just so happens to be Johnny Depp, right? Well, since that thing came out, I think people, of course, you pick a side, and back then, woman screams I'm being abused everyone piles on her side right and then makes Johnny Depp lose his gets cut out of Pirates of the Caribbean 6 and then sequel to uh, uh, Fantastic uh, Beasts now look all fairness I do think Mads Mikkelsen was a better choice okay I do like him as an actor I thought he was a good Grindelwald however he got the job because Johnny Depp bowed out because of the pressure from Warner Brothers Mm. Who, by the way, still is keeping Ezra Miller around. I'm just going to throw that out there. Because Ezra Miller is in a bunch of hot water. got arrested twice within like a two-week period. And fucking he still has a job. Whatever. You know. But that being said, so now because he he loses out on this job. I mean, it's Johnny Depp. He's not hurting for money, I don't think. But he's also now a, a product. He's... Johnny Depp, he's an actor. Mm. Because of this, he's losing gigs and he's losing jobs. So it's hitting him financially. So, and then he sued a paper over in England, but lost that one. Mm. For, because again, when you, it's very difficult. No one wants to believe that men can be abused in relationships too. Right. Now, I'm not saying that he wasn't as, you know, I'm not saying he was an angel. But when you're looking at cold hard facts, she's batshit nuts. Like, she legitimately shat in their bed and then tried to blame the dog. There is physical photo evidence of her doing that. Not, like, crunching over the bed and being like, (laughs) pinching off a loaf. But more so, like, hey, look, the dog shit in your side of the bed. Here's a photo of it. You know? (laughs) And if you watch, have you seen any of the clips from the trial? No. Okay, well, I mean, her lawyers look like fucking idiots and his look like geniuses. Right. You know, because, and, and. (laughs) <laughs> there was there's a clip of Amber Heard's lawyer asking Johnny Depp what movies would he have been in if it wasn't for this and he you know what characters would he have played in the the sequel to Pirates of the Caribbean who he said Captain Jack Sparrow her own lawyer who asked the question went objection hearsay <laughs> <laughs> like why would he not? Come 
come on, right? Apparently, she fired her whole PR team before she took the stand because she's not coming off like a lot of people are like hashtag stand by Johnny, hashtag right. Amber Turd, you know the the what do you call it the um <laughs> right the the um per, the petition to get her off of Aquaman two has reached I think almost like four million signatures at this point. So and apparently rumor has it that Warner Brothers is kind of starting to realize that maybe they should do something about this. So the rumor has it that her part in Aquaman two has been shrunk down to about ten minutes. <laughs> now again, rumor, right? You know, um, and again, <laughs> she's going to be like the the center point of the movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, because and now again, I understand that there is um, we live in a world where we want to believe that men are physically bigger and more capable if there's ever going to be an abusive relationship most of the time it is men right however there are female abusers as well and that johnny and then a lot of people who have been coming to johnny's side since day one and be like well johnny we're not a rider like you know like there's like johnny's never done anything bad ever like he's not a saint but he's also not an abuser right you know and and like you admit to cutting off a piece of his finger like, you admit to shitting in the bed. Well, you don't admit to it, but there's evidence. Like, she even claimed on stand, or she claimed in this piece that she had used a makeup line to cover up her face before she did an interview with somebody, right? Not like on TV. Well, that company actually came out and said that thing that she's talking about didn't come out until 2017, a year after this supposed incident. So they're like, it's you know you're bad. You know you're not getting any favors when a company comes out and says steps up, steps yeah. up and goes, no, no, she couldn't have done that because we that product didn't even exist back then. Right. You know you're like, ooh, snap. You know, and then some. A lot of people are like, look, are posting because like, when Rihanna got beat up by um, what's his face, um, <sighs> forget his name, Chris something. Um, someone right now is yelling at me. <laughs> um, there's photo evidence of her being, you know, like yeah, her, her right. eyes all swollen and she looks like she got like really, she got, he beat the shit out of her in the, in sit while sitting down in a car. Um, Chris Brown, uh, Chris Brown. Yes. Thank you yeah. very much, Ed. So, and then you see her face and then you see Amber, Amber's face like the day after she claims that she got abused and it, night and day, like there's no, like, there's too much evidence to support the theory that she's lying. You know, that she... And again, we could talk about this for hours. But mm-hmm. I'm also like, yeah, I, do I really want to? Like, it's... I mean, you clearly were living under a rock. I mean, you know about <laughs> it, but... You, I knew parts of it. I, parts I, of, I, knew, I like, I heard, I heard the, like, the shit, like, the shit part of it, right. you know, I think. Because, you know, I mean, like, you, you cannot... You hear the big ones. Yeah. The big, like... What? Lars cut off his finger? Shit in a bed? <laughs> the, the finger part I did not uh, yeah, he that. misses part of his finger because she, she basically chopped it off. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear that one. I mean, like, because like, it's like, it's like, oh, they're going through it. Because it's, it's funny to me because there's this, there's this girl that's younger than, way younger than I am, and she works at my company, and there's these two old people that uh-huh. she works with in the same office. And I overhear everything. I have great right, hearing right, right. my job. And they're talking about it. And, and, they're, they're like, is she married? They're, are they married? And she says, she's like, I don't think so. Like, and I'm like, you obviously don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. They were married for a little bit, and then they broke up. Right. 
<laughs> but it's just the, the way they were talking. It was like, I was like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, people have really no clue what's going on, you know. Like, they don't. And and, and, and I'm, to be honest with you, I really don't care. <laughs> right. And I, at this point, like, I don't. I. I mean, care. I, feel, I, I, don't I, feel, I feel bad for Johnny Depp. Right, I do feel I do feel some sympathy for him, you know, or empathy because I've never been in an abusive relationship. Yeah. So, you know, my wife is tough, but she's not, you know, smacking me around, cutting off my finger, shitting in our bed, tough. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> um, though I don't want to push her. <laughs> I haven't pushed those buttons yet. Right. <laughs> um, so it's like you kind of go like, okay, I kind of feel bad. But it's also a, a, like a mirror to our society when we look and we go, okay, like there's so many, you automatically assume stuff. And then we live in a world now where social media basically is your judge, jury, and executioner. Right. Whether or not you are even guilty at the moment. If public opinion says you are, then you must be fucking guilty. Because there are still people out there who are on Amber Heard's side saying, well, he did this and he did that. and there And everyone's like, are you watching the same shit where Ramos is watching? Because what he's done is like he beat up some cabinets in the kitchen. Like he, you know, had like a fit. And he instead of punching her, he was punching the walls. Right. You know, she on the other hand isn't the type. She there's audio and and context. I mean, mounds and mounds of evidence. But I'm like, all right, this can't wait for this one to come out to end. I I, re- I remember she was she was trying to videotape him. <clears throat> Like, to, right. like inciting him to be abusive, and he didn't do right. it. Like he wouldn't do it. And I, you know, there's also like um, people who are like, like people who study video and say like, if you watch, because the trial is on TV. Mm. If you watch a trial, he can't make eye contact with her at all. She's constantly looking over at him, and people are saying that that's telltale sign of an abusive relationship. The per, the abuse the abuser is always watching the other person person who's getting abused can't make eye contact with their abuser mm. it's just a passive thing um there's a couple clips of like you know the two of them in public and she kind of raises her hand he you see him kind of flinch right you know it's like shit john like I, it's like you kind of go like oh man that sucks like yeah, i don't i would don't want to wish any kind of abusive relationship on anybody whether it be you know a male female or female male it's just it's like well geez can't you like when you realize you're in a toxic relationship, I kind of always want people to kind of have the ability to be able to leave that toxic relationship. Yeah. You know, but you neither here nor there. Like, I hope everything works out in the end, but I hope everyone gets, oh, I farted. Uh, I put my two cents in. <laughs> my toot cents. <laughs> the break the monotony. Anyway. So we're not going to talk about that. No, we're not going to talk about that. We've just been the last 10 minutes not talking about the Johnny Depp thing. But I'm going to tell you what. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hello. All right, Ed. So apparently. Um, have you seen Dune? The, the, the remake of Dune? No. Do, do you need to take a moment, Ed, to com- compose yourself? Uh, we can continue. Let's go. All right. I, I will tell you. The, I'll just give you the headline. <laughs> yes. Christopher Walken playing Emperor Saddam IV in Dune par- Part 2. Excuse me. I hiccuped. Um, this was posted on uh, earlier this month. Uh, yeah, uh, earlier yeah, earlier this week actually. Uh, following the rush of recent casting rumors, word uh, word arrives that Dennis Villeneuve has found the person to play the mysterious, ruthless Empress Shaddam the Fourth in Dune Part Two. Christopher Walken is that part as that person. Oh, I love the sand. <laughs> you know the worms. They come from the sand. 
<laughs> Unseen in the movie, the first movie, though represented by his fictionary messengers and uh, the formidable forces, uh, he'll be a major force in the second. He, along, uh, along with Stellan Skarsgård, Baron's Harkonnen, will terrorize the populace of the world known as Dune and must contend with the rebellion led by Paul Atreides. I have him! Paul's story picks up where it left off. The young Atreides' chosen savior fleeing with the native freeman populace into the desert and helping the fight against the emperor and the Harkonnen. The returning class includes Zendaya, uh, Javier Bardem, Rebecca Ferguson, and Josh Brolin. Um, Along with Walken, new recruits this time includes Florence Pugh and Austin Butler. And uh, I don't know when it's going to come out. It's supposed to arrive on... October twentieth next year, so. Okay, I, I mean, I, 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 there's, there, there I've, I've, I've started populating move set of movies that like have, to me flown on the radar. Like I wanted to see them, I haven't seen them, and they're like passing <coughs> through time and I, I, I things. So Dune's one of them, right? Uh, I have uh, um, Call of the Wild. I want to see that one. I haven't seen that one. That's yet. the Harrison Ford movie. Well, yes, I wanted to see that one too, but I just I, every once in a while I'm just like I just can't. I just can't. Because I, I don't think it's going to be too hard or something to watch. <laughs> like you, know. you find out that, you know, Han Solo and Chewbacca is just some fever dream. That's a joke. Him and, him and uh, what do you call it? Uh, St. Uh, Bernard just going through <laughs> the world. And you're going, oh my God, he took some acid and he thinks that dog's chewy. This whole time has just been all in his head. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's there's like, a, there's like a list of movies that I haven't seen that I want to see. And I'm... I'm Thinking about like one, like just making a list, and then like once a week watch one of these movies, so right. that way I can catch up. But Dune is definitely one of the top ones because I wanted to see that. I saw the first one many times, right? Slept through it many times, right? Me too. <laughs> Every once in a while, I can get through it. I'm like, hey, it's it's meh. It's, yeah. it's all right. I mean, yeah. this is about the closest you're going to get to it. I think the sandworms and Beetlejuice were a lot better, but right. Right. <laughs> so I'm 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 curious to see how the updated version is, you know. And, yeah, and, I'd be 100 percent honest with you. It's a snooze fest. Is it? First one is so fucking boring. It's pretty, it's pretty, but it's all it's all exposition. Okay, it really is. Zendaya's in it, right? For maybe like 10 minutes. Oh, you know, Jason Momoa's in it, maybe about 10 minutes. Yeah, like all the people that was Dave Batista's in it. And maybe two minutes. Like I just, just it's, it's all set up. It's basically. all set up, and a part of me is like, okay, and I was because it came out on HBO Max. It was along the run of like, hey, our theatrical films are going to go on HBO Max at the same time. Yeah, and I was like, all right, at least I get to see it for free, basically, because you know I'm going to watch it. And I watched it, and I was like, it's like two and a half hours, and I'm like, I don't, what happened? Because it just felt like fluff. And I don't mean that like in a bad thing. I just felt like, um, like okay, I guess all this shit's going to happen in part two. Right. Like, if you see, um, I will compare this in Harry Potter terms. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one, kind of fucking boring. Yeah. They're on the run. It's not until part two when all the action happens, when all the battles are starting, people are dying off. That's the shit you want to see. You could have maybe have squeezed that into one whole movie, but you didn't. You milked it for two. And I feel like this movie... Like, look, I like Blade Runner. I thought that movie is gorgeous looking. Right. And, and Dune's a pretty movie. But that's about it. That's all it has going for it. Now, I, I know there's a lot of people that go, well, it's a masterpiece. Like, is it? What, what makes it a masterpiece? Like, because it's got nice tracking shots. 
Like, there's, yeah. like there's nothing really memorable about the movie, to be honest. Right. And, you know, it's not like, like okay, like, uh, to compare it to the first one, when fucking uh, Sting is, you know, I shall kill him! You know, like, all those. And, right. And what's his face? Um, I forget the guy, the... Uh, Charles Durning floating around in the big fat suit. Yeah. You know, like, he, <laughs> you know, like those 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 images, you know, are, are in your head and you're like, all right, I kinda remember that. And there's some moments like that, but nothing really stands out. Now again, I'm not a I didn't read Dune, so I don't know how accurate it is to mm-hmm. the book. I've always Dune is a, a book that I kinda always wanted to read, but I also heard those like seven books in that too, and also spin offs, and I'm like, Oh, I don't it sounds like I don't have it's like wanting to read Lord of the Rings and then realize you have to read The Hobbit too. <laughs> and you read The Hobbit and then you go like, well, there's the Sumerian and there's all these other works that he did. And, oh, no, sorry. I, 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 I stop at the, first, at, the at the good three. Right. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like The Hobbit is basically an extension of a story that someone was... I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need... Uh, no, thank you. I, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> and like I said, I... I recommend seeing Dune only because if you're going to go see the second one, you got to see the first one. It's it's a, it's you got to get the setup. Right. You have to get the setup before you get it on. you got you to have the apartif before you can get to the main course. Yeah. You know. Um, all right, Ed. Since we're talking about sequels and all, mm-hmm. um, I, I saw this. Uh, I'm just going to write. Spinal Tap 2 is in the works with Rob Reiner and original cast. <laughs> All right. All right. Original director Rob. This is from MovieWeb, so take this for what it's worth. Uh, original director Rob Reiner will reunite original stars Michael McKeon, Harry Shearer, and Christopher Guest. Uh, Castle Rock Entertainment is moving forward with, on Spinal Tap 2, a sequel to the cult classic 80s flick This is Spinal Tap. Per deadline, so at least there's an actual good source. Uh, the sequel will bring back original director along with the lead actors. Rhino will also reprise his role as filmmaker Marty DeBerge alongside McKeon's David St. Hubbins, Shearer's Derek Smalls, and guest Nigel Tufnell. Uh, the film is said to be a hot package heading into sales at Cannes Market. Uh, Frank Marshall is also on board to produce. Uh, also, Reiner, Reiner also teases the sequel is finally happening at the right, I- happening at the right idea came along. Uh, here's a quote. Uh, the plan is to do a sequel that comes out on the 40th anniversary of the original film, and I could tell you hardly a day go by without someone asking, why don't you do another one? For so many years, we said, nah, it wasn't until we came up with the right idea how to do this. You don't want to just do it to, you don't want to just do it to do it. You want to honor the first one and push it a little further with the story. Uh, the filmmaker also revealed some details about the premise that would make up the story for Final Tap 2, Ed. Ready? Yeah. Uh, they've played. They played Albert Hall. Played Wembley Stadium all over the country and Europe. They haven't spent any time together recently, and that became the premise. The idea was that Ian Faith, who was their manager, has passed away. In reality, Tony Hendra passed away. Uh, that's the guy who was that. Ian's widow inherited a contract that said Spinal Tap owed them one more concert. She was basically going to sue them if they didn't. All these years and a lot of bad blood will get into, and they've thrown back together to. And forced to deal with each other and play this concert. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like in my head. I'm going. Oh, I totally can see that working. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm a, as a fan of Spinal Tap the movie. I even have like, a couple of their albums. <laughs> yeah, because they were as a. 
in in realms of reality, we have Weird Al who makes spoof songs, right. but he does that because you know they're going to be a spoof song. Imagine the entire band being a band with real songs. Yeah. Like Stonehenge, you take Stonehenge, <laughs> and it's a goofy song, but yeah. it is totally an 80s rock. It's when you put it in the visual medium of those dwarves <laughs> jumping around the Stonehenge. You know, and and Stonehenge is small because right, because hey, because, of, 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 uh, because someone doesn't know the difference between the feet and feet, and you're like, oh, like, and they get so mad. I'm like, how am I supposed to fucking know that? I'm not. I'm a musician. Or when Nigel's saying how he created this great new amplifier, like how most amplifiers go to ten, well, this one goes to eleven. 11. And now, since that, a lot of people make jokes. We'll go to crank it to eleven, like. That is a that's uh, part of our lexicon as far as humor goes. I'm gonna crank it to eleven, like Stonehenge, like you know, or Billy Crystal playing like the mime. You know, like there's all these, or he plays plays a waiter. Okay, you know? yeah. And there's just all these like cameos, and it's just all funny. And a lot of people were it. It's a classic. I'm, I can go no further than saying it's a classic movie. You need, I mean, you need really need to see this movie if you haven't right. seen it. Ugh. This is a great movie. I saw it when I was in high school. Right. And you know, like, because like we were writing movies and like you know, it's like we were in a band and it was just it was just so funny to watch because you know, I mean, being in a band and it was just like and you watch this shit and you're like, oh my god, like this is fucking hilarious. Right. Because there's 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 a truth into that story and then that, that humor and you go, oh my god. I know somebody like that. Right. Or I, if you're in a band, you go, oh my God, we've had that almost exact same argument. We look like fucking idiots. Like, you know, it's, it's I've never been in a band. Yeah. But I've been with groups of people and I've had stupid arguments. And, and you realize that they're stupid arguments after the fact. Right. Like, and you watch this movie. Uh, to me, it was, this is Spinal Tap is almost a rite of passage if you're a teenager. Yeah. If you like heavy metal music, if you like hard rock music, it very f- much felt like if you were into Ozzy Osbourne, Metallica, you know, those bands were not, it was 80s rock and it's purist. Right. Like hair band. Poison. Poison. Uh, and, and you watch it and you're going, oh my God, pepper, yeah. this is hysterically funny and accurate. And you go, to me, like I said, as, as a teenager, it was like a rites of passage. And I fell in love. I love mo- movies like that. Like, yeah. s- that stripes were like my, my thing. So I'm like, all right, I, I, I will... I would definitely give this a shot because yeah. I, I believe in Spinal Tap too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see, let's go. What else we got here? Um, uh, let's go with apparently Ed. There's been a bloodbath this week. Apparently, on TV shows, getting the axe. Wow. All right. Okay. Uh, I, I I I've tried to grab as many headlines as I can, so some of these might overlap with each other. Okay. Um, but apparently the CW canceled six fan favorite shows. Okay, we talked about um, them canceling uh, Batwoman, canceling the, the Legends of Tomorrow. Well, apparently they also ca- can uh, shit can Naomi after only one season. Okay. Uh, the reboot of the Forty Four Hundreds ending only after one season. The reboot of Roswell, New Mexico, is concluding after four seasons, which I didn't even know they fucking did that. I didn't know about Roswell. I didn't know about Roswell. Apparently, CW's Charmed is finishing its up its run with four seasons, and also In the Dark is also. And I don't know what the, which one that is, but it's also ending with season four. 
these cancel these news cancellations follow the news that Batwoman and the Legends of Tomorrow were also not renewed by CW, thus bringing the overall total at least eight shows being canceled. It's believed the reason behind so many of the shows not continuing is the pending sale of the CW. Uh, for now, CW's DC superhero content consists of Flash, not Supergirl anymore, that, that's finished, uh, Superman and Lois. Uh, the network has given series orders to Gotham Knights, a Walker spinoff uh, called Walker, I guess, Walker yeah. Independence, as well as the Supernatural prequel, prequel spinoff, The Winchesters. Uh, when supernatural events shake their hometown, so they give you kind of what I know what uh, the Naomi thing is. No one cares, but again, bloodbath, Ed. That's at the CW. So let's see. Oh, I, don't I mean, it's it's. I mean, any of these shows, especially CW, like they don't have they don't have the 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 uh, time to marinate, as it were. Like right. the it, time to you know like to to build because. I mean, now with the streaming wars happening, and like, like I was at a party yesterday, and there were like how many conversations? Like nobody's talking about like shows that were actually on network television, like too much. Right? Maybe the older crowd was right, talking right. about older, you know, shows that are on the the actual like you know networks. Right, the big and, three, the big four, and a half. You count Fox, right? So like it's becoming more and more difficult unless you're affiliated with a streaming service, right? To fil- facilitate your you know viewing things. Now CW has a you know basically a online yeah, stream. Yeah, but it's like old shows and and. Well, I'm saying though is that you could still have your like you know your Wonder you know your Batman and or Batwoman yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's along the same line. Yeah, it's, not the same. it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not close. Those days are gone. <laughs> so, right. But it's just, it's it's more difficult for, for shows to continue on, you know, in the, in these veins because of what, where you people now are, like, so entertained. Like, there's so many options out there. I mean, right. I mean I'm, I'm staring at, like, six, seven, you know, things right in front of my face right now that are, you know, things. Netflix, Hulu, oh, right, right. Hulu, Tubi, Crackle, you know, like these are things. Prime Video. Right. Uh, I was going through, since we I, since we talked earlier about me going through Voodoo, they have like the free-to-watch movies. And I'm like, I didn't know Highlander the Quickening was on there. Like, is it free? Meatballs was free-to-watch. I'm going, I mean, I own Meatballs, but I'm like, if I didn't own Meatballs and I was interested in watching, I'm going, wait, it's on Voodoo for free-to-watch? Like, that's crazy to me. Well, that and and that's the thing, like like with, with these with these devices now, because I mean, like I I now now I'm like looking for movies, and we'll just call out the title. You hit the you know Mike's button, right? Right. You right. call out the title, and there it comes up, and it'll tell you where to find it. Like, right. and odds are you have the app, or you can get the app for free because some of right. Look, these split like, oh, I'm gonna watch it. Okay, we'll give us a second. We'll download the app, and then after we download the app, we'll start playing it. Right. <laughs> it's so easy to do this right. now. And I say like like Comcast came up with a version of this, and then like people. Just expanded on this idea, right. and it just took off. Now, I mean, like, I think, I think, Voodoo- two words: patent pending. <laughs> you fucked up, Comcast. <laughs> well, but the thing is, is like, like they, like the, the voice remote thing, like that technology was there. It's but, always been there, yeah. But it's always kind of been there, you know. Especially the streaming services, like you could pull up any title. Oh, sure. And it would give you the app where it was and stuff. But on nine out of ten times, you have the app. I mean, right. like, you know, if you have the major ones. Odds are it's in one of those apps. Right. You'll, you'll find that movie. That's very rare that you won't find it. Or you can rent it for three bucks, four bucks, right. or whatever. You right. know, not commercialized. That way, like, you go, in, hey, for $4, I'll rent it. Or, oh, wait, I could buy it on Voodoo for $5. You know, I'll right. buy like, it. I would, like, if the Kiss documentary that I was interested in, I think I could f- be free to watch. Or I think I could pay, like, 
five bucks total and get the whole thing. And I'm right. like, well, it's fucking five bucks. Why not just fucking buy it? Right. I'll start, I was eating myself commercials. Yeah, you know? I'll just watch it and just kind of enjoy it my own, my own at my own time. Right. Like, you know, who fucking cares? <laughs> so that's the same. Like a lot of these shows, especially these secondary stations that have these, you 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 got to pray that enough, like you get enough viewership in that right. like, realm to do it. Like, like I, I saw IMDb TV has changed their name to what was it called? It's, it's uh, Free V. Free V or uh, yeah, Free V. Free V. R E E V E. Apparently, yeah, because it's formerly IMBT. Apparently, they go back and forth with this title. Apparently, it was. Freebie TV and then went to IMB TV and then now it's back to Freebie. Oh, so God. this is ticking the shit are gonna have to pot. Right. People are going, what Freebie? What the fuck's that? Oh, let's just go back to IMDb TV. <laughs> just so much easier. And someone goes back and like, oh, okay. What happened to Freebie TV or whatever? It's the same thing. Same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. I'm, I'm pulling it up now to say. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it, did the format change at least get better? It's it's the it's it's basically the the the, the there's a title card now at the beginning that gives, right, right, that gives right. you the you know the top movies that they have here, and then of course you go down and select, and it gives you the little pieces of information that you can you know uh, uh, go through and all. Okay, so all right. it's it's not all bad, right. you know. Oh, the sisterhood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Oh, screwballs. <laughs> Actually, hey, soldiers retracting the sword of the sorcerer. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, the Guardians ones, it's, it's the uh, German, uh, the Russian uh, Avengers with the guy who's half bare hair. Okay. It's English free, dubbed. Right, it's free to watch on Voodoo, and I'm like, I might have to fucking watch that because I really wanted to see that movie. <laughs> 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 oh, Ernest in the Army. <laughs> All right. So, also, too, like I got another one from ComingSoon.net. So, uh, ABC has also canceled some other shows. Um, oh. All right. So, Promised Land, which previously moved to Hulu, is canceled. Queens is canceled. I don't know what any of that is. The CBS canceled Be Positive, Bull, Good Sam, How We Roll, Magnum P.I., and United States of Al. United States of Al? Yeah, A A A L A Al Al I'm assuming it's Al. Okay. Uh, CW cancellations, like I said, Batwoman, Legends of Tomorrow, Charmed, Dynasty, Legacies, Roswell, New Mexico, The 4400, and Naomi. NBC canceled Keenan, Mr. Mayor, The Endgame. Mr. Mayor's canceled? <laughs> and Ordinary Joe. Uh, the Endgame, though, I was kind of interested in, but it's, to me it felt like a... Um, it felt like a female version of Blacklist. Oh, okay. Because, like, uh, the woman who is... Um, Wait, Ordinary Joe's canceled? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is, Ed. Uh, Son of a bitch. The um, Endgame is stars Monica. Is it Monica? The woman who... Pl- Lewinsky? No. The woman the woman who plays uh, Deadpool's girlfriend. And she was also in Firefly. And she was also, She's also in, in Gotham, Gotham. Who married... Uh, Who's married to what do you call it? Uh, George uh, Jim Gordon from the show. I don't know if you knew that, but they were actually husband and wife. Oh, really? Yeah, ah. fell in love on the show, got married, and everything. Wow. Uh, she she's like a, a Russian bad guy that gets captured, but you find out that every it was her p- captured was kind of planned, uh-huh. and then it somehow ties into an FBI agent. I'm going. I know this story. 
This is uh, this is called blacklist. <laughs> uh, and let's see, Fox canceled the Big Leap. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it looks like everyone got <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, Serena. Uh, right. See, there you go. Sure, you probably pronouncing that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I need my glasses for this one. <laughs> Excuse me for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I just pointed at the, the key yeah. randomly like Spock <laughs> Marana Backer ba- ba- alright you know what I'm talking right. about right the girl who played Vanessa in Deadpool alright right uh, so yeah so slaughter slaughter through the TV shows uh, I guess you know, I, I, you know <laughs> there was not one title not one title that I was like no Right, like, oh shit! Like now, okay, Bull, maybe Bull for me because oh, Bull was got the X. Yeah, Bull I got didn't know some right, bad you weren't listening. <laughs> so it's all Bull, I only was semi interested in it because it has Michael Weatherly, who used to be on NCIS. Oh, yes. But apparent, but I watched the first episode and I wasn't really. He plays a guy who runs like a uh, a jury selection kind of like you hire him <laughs> to help you if you're going trial. He is a firm that helps you pick juries, like who you want on a jury. And, and it's it's not com- making it sound more complicated than it really is. Mm. Um, the problem was, I think, that I saw the first episode. I was semi-interested in. But Eliza Dushku shows up in, I think, like season two or season three and supposed to be kind of like a female foil to him. Okay. Right? However, she got fired or she quit. And she basically said that there was too many uh, inappropriate things going on in set. Like that Michael Weatherly was like, um, they would say like frat boy mentality. Okay. Like, you know, maybe like, you know, calling people toots, like me and kind of like sexual, not uh, not sexual advances, but definitely like off-color jokes, off-color remarks, making people feel uncomfortable in the room, you know, that, that kind of behavior. Mm. Um, so that made her leave the show or is that she, when she complained about it, next thing you know, she's being kind of like f- written out almost. Okay. Um, I think she sued them. I think she won. So, so there might be like like some trouble behind the scenes. So just, you know, quietly cancel it. You know, right. make it go away. Right. To kind of, you know, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Uh, all right, Ed, since we're talking about television, I don't know how you... I don't, I, we're, talking about a video, we're talking about a video game that's going to become a TV show. Since we're talking... Since we talked Uncharted earlier, there is a new TV show that has been trying to get works... <laughs> This has been going on for the last 12 years, Ed. 12 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alan Wake television show finds its network. Alan Wake. Uh-huh. You're right. For those people who don't know, Alan Wake was a very old, old video game. Um, it was the first video game that did work with light and shadow. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he had a flashlight, you know, and you walked around, um... Let's see, after originally being announced in 2018, the Alan Wake television series, based on the video game of the same name, has received an exciting update. (laughs) Uh, Game developers Remedy has announced that AMC will be working alongside the studio to make the show a reality after the network behind Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead bought rights to the TV series. 
Given the sparse updates since the show's announcement, this partnership is a good sign for for the pro, for its progress. Uh, the announcement came nearly 12 years to the day since the original Alan Wake game came out, as it first launched on the Xbox 360 on May 14th, 2010. So it was an Xbox exclusive, just to give you an idea. Mm. Uh, Alan Wake follows a fictitious... This is, I'm, ba- I'm assuming it's based on the game. The plot is based on the game. Right. Alan Wake follows a fictitious, best-selling author named Alan Wake, who played by Matthew Porchetta, um, on a journey to a small town in Washington State where he hopes to rid himself of prolonged writer's block. What follows is an increasingly surreal experience that seems to bring the plot from the last novel, from his last novel, which he has no memory of writing, to life. On a search for his missing wife, Wake begins to question his own sanity. How closely into the television adaptation will stick to the story is currently unclear. So, there you go. That one, uh, wow. <laughs> I, 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 wow, real Alan Wake? No, I, out of all the games. Out of all the, well, again, he, this is like the 4K <laughs> thing. Out of all the games, right. Alan Wake? Well, probably because, I mean, not for nothing. Oh, hello, uh, fire in the hole. Sorry, Ed. Must be those, 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 those cream cheese. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm lactose intolerant. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, um, Alan Rake did Alan Rake Alan Wake did get remastered for the new series, mm-hmm. so it's available for the PS4 for the Xbox One. It just recently got remastered, so maybe there's a renewed interest in the TV sh- TV show aspect because mm-hmm. of the game. Maybe I've ne- I've personally never played the game, right? So because I, I wasn't an Xbox owner probably at the time, and then when I did own an Xbox 360. Probably wasn't on my. I'm not really big into spooky games, right? You know, so I'm like, it, it probably just would have just pushed it along, moved moved it on on my radar. But apparently, had enough of a cult following to to remaster, to remaster it. Excuse me, and to even make it a TV show. Right. I mean, it sounds like it's got an interesting plot to be a TV show. I don't think you can do it in a movie. I think you need. It feels like. Oh, I don't remember writing this book, and now this book is apparently coming to you know it's similar to what I'm going through right now. Right. That's interesting, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm, it's the Alan Wake. It's like behind the scenes type of thing. It's not what I really wanted, <laughs> you know, type of thing. I wanted to see some gameplay on it just to see the uh, the the you know premise of it because I kind of remember the title. And, right. and then it's like, I'm like, look like a hard pass for me to, to, to play, even, you know. There was a game I was playing, uh, Control. There's a nod to Alan Wake in that game. Um, but I, it, you know, a lot of people, I think they were trying to work on a sequel too. Okay. To Alan Wake. But it's never, it seems to be that kind of game where it's always like everyone's got like, oh, I remember this and I remember that. And maybe it'll come to. You know, light or not, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what, Ed? Since you know we started the show, and someone had a complaint—not complaint, but made a comment about us spoiling, um, yes, Doctor Strange. I actually have a news article. Doctor Strange Two: Daniel Craig reportedly backed out of major Illuminati cameo. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, Daniel Craig was set to make a small cameo as his Illuminati character in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, but backed out due to COVID-19. 
A recent report states that Daniel Craig backed out of a major Illuminati camo due to his concerns over COVID-19. Craig is best known for portraying his letters to James Bond, obviously. Back in April, the actor was scheduled to perform on Broadway in the Shakespearean play Macbeth, but had to temporarily back out after he tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, Marvel's latest film, film, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, features numerous gasp-worthy cameos and appearances. From spoilers, John Krasinski appearing as Reed Richards, to Haley Atwell, Atwell playing Captain Carter, fans and critics have enjoyed seeing new faces in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Still, there's plenty of rumor of Doctor Strange 2 cameos that never came to fruition, such as Tom Cruise appearing as Tony Stark in Iron Man. Additionally, it appears that Daniel Craig was... Uh, Deadline's Justin Kroll shared a Twitter post which revealed a fun fact that Craig backed out of a major Illuminati cameo. Uh, states that Krasinski wasn't the first choice. Uh, Wait, so Dr. Daniel Craig was supposed to be Dr. Mr. Fantastic? No, 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 no. Uh. Mr. Fantastic, he was supposed to... Um, he was not supposed to be Mr. Fantastic. Is that the character that Daniel Craig was supposed to play was supposed to be in that seat. But since Craig backed out... Krasinski's Reed Richards was the next choice. Ah, okay. All right, it's like he's, he was runner-up. Um, apparently, Michael Waldron confirmed to us that most of the Illuminati scene was shot in pieces since all the actors' schedules didn't align uh, one another. Captain Carter and Captain Marvel were there together, but we what we know for sure. And the reason why during a lie detector test, this is interesting, Elizabeth Olsen claims that she's never met John Krasinski. She's like, I, I don't know him. Full quote in videos here. Um, here, I don't know if uh, if I can get it here to kind of. She they're doing this like, it's uh, from the direct dot com. Uh, she let's see if I can get the clip because I feel like here you go. Uh, here it is. Do you know this man is the smartest man alive? And it's a picture of of Krasinski, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, No, I don't know him though. But I would never assume that an actor would be the smartest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> The voice of the the person doing it is like, you don't know him all? She's like, I don't think so. No, I've, I've never met him. You were in the same movie. I've never met him. And the, the lie detector specialist, she's coming out as truthful. She's like, I never met him. And he's already told me, and he's already told me I've lied a couple times. I've never met that man. I've met his wife. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, but that's, it's kind of funny that, that movies are like clearly right. how film is done to have her go like, I've made that movie but i don't remember i didn't act a single scene with him (laughs) (laughs) uh however let's see Mm -mm, trying to get to the fun fact uh trying to get the name of the character i had it uh uh, rumors that it was going to play the asgardian baldir the brave uh baldir who's based on the deity of baldir from norse mythology is the half-brother of the thor uh, well, the character makes some television appearances. He's yet to appear in the MCU. <clears throat> and was going to make his debut in Doctor Strange 2. Our reports state that Craig's character was going to be talked into dying by suicide by Wanda. But since the actor backed out, the film creators had to make a creative replacement. And that's when they turned to casting Krasinski as Reed Richards. Are you uh, having Craig during the MCU would have been an interesting addition. Are you looking up the character? Or, no, no. You know? I just I just typed in for the, for, for the stream. Gotcha. All right. Something. But... Uh, that's amazing. That that would have been terrible. That because <laughs> it would have been. I I, I, I see what you're saying. Instead of being Thor, it's it's like Thor's what was his cousin brother brother right. brother half brother half brother. And you're I mean, going 
and 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 you're going unless you're like a Thor Thor fan Thor fan a Thor fan right Thor fan I <laughs> Thor Thor if you're unless you're like a major Thor fan you wouldn't know that like fact right so you you're like, to be like who's well, this who's, guy who's this guy I'm a kid it's Daniel Craig but who is he but a yeah. lot of people but right away would pull out their phones like you know and it would have been I mean if you blink you miss a kind of cameo like oh, that whole scene I think for that scene to work you have to recognize not only the actor but also the character they're playing I think that's why it's helpful that you've seen you know what if because when you see Hallie Atwell as Captain Carter you go I I see right, that. Right. That makes I've seen that. That's kind of cool to see that live action. Uh, what's her face being Captain Marvel? You're going okay. She was Captain Marvel's best friend in the movie. Uh, she's Rambo's mom. Makes sense. Right. Gotcha. Okay, fine. And then Patrick Stewart's Patrick Stewart. He was fucking Professor X. So obviously, I recognize that face. Recognize that voice. I know that character. Everything is lining up. You even have the guy who was in the first Doctor Strange is also in this one. Right. Clearly. Who's that guy? Okay, Black Bolt will probably be the only other person that maybe people are like, I don't know who that is. Because in unless you saw the, the what do you call it? The Inhumans. The Inhumans TV show for all six episodes. And I don't think he ever once had the the mask on. Mm. You know, so him having the mask and the tuning fork on the, you know, I don't, if you didn't know it was him, you probably wouldn't. But but to see, that's, that's the thing. Like, in that, that character... Has has made enough leaps to go right. You know who he is, right, right, right. You know, like especially like like they had the Inhumans TV show, so you kind of get that, like right. If you watch any of Disney Plus, it's on there now, so you could watch all six episodes. You go, oh, okay, I I know him. The my the Krasinski one, that's the <gasps> right. holy shit moment because you're like, oh well, because everyone wanted him to be that and he even said he'd be up for it and now you get to have that wish fulfillment kind of going and then have it yanked away from you but it might set up something for the future where maybe he is going to be like surprise guess who we guys me reed richards yeah it's him right now but not for the movie i just it doesn't make sense because you know that if they don't cast him as reed richards for the fantastic four reboot a lot of people are gonna be kind of pissed off you're like, well, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm and, thinking, that's, and that's valid. Like, I didn't I, care. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I'm like no, I, I agree with that. But, like, unless there's another actor that, like, would personify Mr. Fantastic better than Krasinski. Right. The only, that, that's the only way you would go. Oh, wait, right. Wait, and, wait. and the only other person I personally would have thought it would have been cool if they got the guy who played Reed Richards in the original Fantastic Four movies. Not, not the... Not the, what do you call it, the Roger Corman one, but yeah. the one with Jessica Alba. It would have been kind of cool to see him as Reed Richards to kind of pull that into it all. The whole thing, yeah. That would have been kind of neat and cool, but a lot of people are like, they probably don't remember him, or they don't want to acknowledge that. I mean, they own it, but, you know, it would be like going, oh, does that mean, I think if you bring him into it, that would mean in an alternate universe, Chris Evans is still Human Torch. <laughs> 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 and maybe they don't want to have that moment. You know, like Chris Evans being <laughs> Captain America and Human Torch, I would have been like, I would have loved to see that on TV, <laughs> like during movies. That would have been awesome. I mean, that, right, that's what I always hoped for. Right. Like, you know, like to see the, they kind of bump into each other. So, like, I, I know, are you what? Huh? Hey. Flame on! I can't do that. <laughs> and he just looks. Well, I could do this all day and just flies off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, there you go. There, there you go. End scene. I just did it for you. <laughs> there you go. Ed. Now close your eyes. I'll be Chris Evans 
uh, Human Torch and Chris Evans, Captain America. Like, it, it was, and as he flies away, like, yeah, well, this is America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's on fire. <laughs> so, all right. All right, I got a couple more, I think. Um, all right. Since you're talking about reboots, I got two more articles, Ed. Okay. I'm going to save this one for last. Okay, so we're going to... We, last week, we talked Doctor Who news. Apparently, this just dropped not too long ago, today. May 15th, Ed. Apparently, David Tennant and Catherine Tate to return for Doctor Who's 60th anniversary. Mm. Okay, so apparently, they, I'm going to say they probably have no faith in the current Doctor then, so they're going to try to pull every trick out of the book. Because, I mean, let's face it, you have an Afri- um I don't want to say African-American, because not American. But you have a gay black male now playing the doctor a lot of people are probably going to be like yeah i'm not you, you had me just when i thought i was maybe come back in for the new doctor because i don't know i don't want to watch a woman be doctor now you have this gentleman now being the doctor i'm totally out which again we said last time like well fuck you we don't need you then if you're gonna be that kind of a person that whole fan base doesn't need you right but <laughs> just in case david Tennant's coming back like, oh, I like that he's my favorite doctor. Like, you got me for one episode. One. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is that they've, they've done this in the past, so it's not... Right, it's, it's not it, unusual. It's, it's not unusual to have, you know... Think not when, when, unusual to have lots of doctors around. Because, I mean, like, when... when um, uh, I, I think when, it, when the towards the end of Matt Smith era, they brought Tenon in, and they brought in... Uh, um, I forget his name already. Uh, John Hurt. No, that's, no uh, uh, not John Hurt. Um, that was, John bas- Hurt. Basically, the twelve doctors, but like, like it was. Oh, the it, Tom Baker. They had as like a walk on and one. Yeah, well, that was like the fiftieth anniversary thing. Yeah, but there was there was one guy who kept the guy who the guy who replaced uh, Matt Smith. I can't think of his name right oh, now. Oh, Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. They had him briefly in the episode just to kind of go like, "Here's a splash." Oh, okay. Um, uh, gotcha, the, gotcha. The twelve Tardises were flying around in a circle. Right, right. It's it's the war, the uh, war of the Doctors. Yeah. Um, but again, they have like with uh, they didn't do it with Eccleston's era, but with Tenet, uh, with Matt Smith, they did do a team up with Tenet and Matt Smith. I think twice. I think. Uh, one for like the regular season, but then once for that special where they had John Hurt be the war doctor. Yeah. You know, and then they had that big scene where they're all like, I think at the end of, I think it's the end of Matt Smith's run where they had, he did have multiple doctors and you saw clips of all the other doctors and you did see Peter Capaldi behind the scene that behind his. So yeah, you're right. They did do that. So it's 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 an old, like it's an old uh, trick. It's an old trick. And they've done it. They've done it in the past with, Previous doctors right. that right. Not, you know, many people, the current audience does not know about. They like they like they did it with Baker and and the, the guy. Uh, there who did was the one I remember seeing thing, and then there's like the five doctors. That's the one I remember seeing. Right. There was a while for I was trying to get. In, I was really watching Doctor Who before even Eccleston started. I was watching. It was like, hey, here is like the time of the, the five of the trial of Doctor Who or the trials of the five doctors or something like that. Yeah. I'm like. Oh, that seems kind of interesting. It's where you kind of get everyone together for a, for like a small little run because it was BBC back in the day, so it would be like three or four or five episodes. Right. Like we talked about that. Yeah. And I remember watching that going on. And I, being entertained, as an adult, I can kind of maybe look back and go, that's actually kind of entertaining because the, the writing is so good. Mm. When you're a kid, you don't care about writing. You care about special effects and the spectacular part of the. Right. You want the sci- You want the sci-fi part. 
you, when you're in when you're an adult, you prefer the science fiction part, right? You know, so it's like, all right, you know, and I, I so that's why I'm always like, well, maybe we should go back and revisit Tom Baker years, like <laughs> <laughs> shitty sets and all. <laughs> but I thought, like, since the article continues, I mean, so like they're coming back for this 60th uh, episode. Or 60th anniversary. The pair are currently filming scenes that are set to air in 2013. Uh, Tenet starred as Doctor Who's 10th Doctor from 2005 to 2010, while Tate played the Doctor's companion, Donna Noble. Uh, the fan-favorite Doctor has made a reappearance in the past, with the BBC bringing back Tenet and Billy Piper for Doctor Who's 50th anniversary special uh, in 2013 called The Day of the Doctor. That's the, yeah, that's the one. Now Tenet is set to make yet another return a whole decade later. Uh, we don't know what kind of plot twist or mechanism will bring the Time Lord and Noble back together. Russell T. Davies, who served as Doctor Who's showrunner during the 10th Doctor's run, will also reprise his role for the show's upcoming installment. Davies doesn't give us any specifics on how the two will reunite, but instead offers a slew of possibilities. Uh, he says they're back, and it looks impossible. First, we announce a new doctor, then an old doctor, along with the wonderful Donna. What on earth is happening? Maybe this is a missing story, or a parallel world, or a dream, or a trick, or a flashback. <laughs> only The only thing I can confirm is that it's going to be spectacular, as two of our greatest stars reunite for the battle of a lifetime. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, uh, so again, earlier this month, BBC announced that the Cuddy Gatwa, I hope I pronounced that right. I mean, I know he's not listening, but I like to at least be respectful to <laughs> pronounce the name. We'll play Doctor Who's 14th Doctor replacing Jodie Whittaker. Gatwa is set to make his debut in the series later this year in accordance with the BBC's 100th anniversary. Whew. BBC's been around for 100 years? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's old. Well, uh, they were radio. Right, they were radio in the King's Speech. It makes sense now, yeah. right. Uh, we'll have to wait to see what kind of role he'll play in the episode with Tenant's Return. All right, well, uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 can't, I can't delete that link now. Oh, crap. <laughs> All right, this is the one, Ed. All right. I'm bringing it home with this one. This is from Deadline. You know, they're pretty accurate with their information okay and this is something that i'm actually quite excited about okay very rarely do i bring a news article going i'm interested in this thing ed i want to see how this plays out ready okay <clears throat> i'm gonna say you, you hold on you did a little tune i'm gonna do a little, a little tune. tune to kind of give you an idea ready? you've been tuning all night <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Uh, see. Something that you're excited about. Uh-huh. Well, this is be okay, okay, hold on. Let me just see if I can hit it. Uh, okay. I'm just doing lightning bad and lighting, lighting, light banter while you try and find whatever you need. Here, to find. ready? Yeah. Oh, uh, hold on, add. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Liberty mutual. Liberty mutual. Now. Oh, what? Everybody sing along! Come on, we know the words. Ten years. Love and marriage, love and marriage. Go together like a horse and carriage. This, I tell you, brother, you can't have one without the other. Love and marriage, don't. There you go. It's the yeah. short version. All right. Um. Yes, Ed. 
Married with Children animated series with original cast heats up TV marketplace. Hold on. <laughs> it was Ed's mind just exploded. Animated? Did you just say ah? I said animated as in cartoon, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? This is an exclusive from Deadline. Uh, this was done uh, today on Friday the 13th. So, uh, all right. Another classic 1990s comedy is making a comeback. An animated revival of Married with Children, headlined by the original series stars Katie Segal, Ed O'Neill, Christina Applegate, and David Faustino, is being pitched to networks and streamers as is getting strong interest, sources tell Deadline. All right? I'm, I'm fingers crossed, Ed. I mean, fingers crossed for me. A new take on the 1987 Fox sitcom is written by Family Guy executive producer Alex Carter, who serves as showrunner. Sony Pictures Television, which owns and distributes the original series, has been working on an animated project for over a year now and closed deals with the quartet of Mario Children stars before taking it out. Wow. While it's unclear yet whether where the animated Mario Children would land... Fox, Hulu, and Peacock are considered logical destinations. Uh, just for fun facts, Ed, Mario Children, which aired from 1987 to 1997 on Fox, is a signature series for the network. Considered one of the most influential TV shows in pop culture, it was one of the first original scripted series on the then-fledgling network, which helped put it on the map and establish its edgy comedy brand. What's more, adult animation in the Fox's DNA and the network has several animated family comedies, most notably Juggernauts, The Simpsons, and The Family Guy. Meanwhile, Hulu and Peacock are streamers that carry the original series, and adding the new installment would enhance their current collection and bring new viewers to the old episodes too. In addition to finding audience on streaming, Married with Children also remains popular in syndication. It's one of the longest-running live-action comedy series on network television. Married with Children aired for 11 seasons, created by Michael G. Moyle and the late Ron Levitt. Uh, a show follows Chicago Lives of Al Bundy, a misogynistic woman's shoe salesman, his lazy wife Peggy, and their children Kelly and Bud. Uh, talk about Married, Married, with, Married with Children follow-up has been around for years, and with reports six years ago about Faustino pitching an idea to Sony about a divorced and struggling Bud moving back in the old house with his ex-wife and his best friend while Al and Peg live in Vegas after winning the lottery. Titled Bud, the potential spinoff reportedly came close to reality, backed by the original co-creator Moyle as an executive producer, showrunner, and Sony TV. But ultimately, it did not move forward over the objections from the son of the other co-original creator, uh, Levitt. Uh, the other original stars were said to have been supportive in that project, project, but in interviews, they have been largely dismissed the prospect of a full-blown Married with Children revival because of their busy schedules. Uh, gradually, the idea for an animated series emerged as it easily accommodates actors' existing commitments and can still feature some signatures and elements of the original series, like its famous theme song, the Frank Sinatra's Love and Marriage, uh, Sony TV recently took the same route with another classic sitcom in its catalog, Norman Lear's Good Times, which has an animated version in the works at network at Netflix. Just 
<laughs> I'm like, wow. Just says, hey, by the way, <laughs> Good Times is maybe coming as a cartoon <laughs> on Netflix. So there's already they've already laid grounds to have this be a possibility because they're, they're they're doing it now. So now take another show that's beloved by millions. <laughs> <laughs> I am super excited about that. Married with Children is is. I'm excited and and. What's the word? Other word I'm looking for? <laughs> repulsed at the same. <laughs> I'm excited and repulsed at the same time. I mean, not repulsed, but <laughs> but the thing the thing that gets me is the fact is is that will this work? Could they pull this off? Because it's right. like okay, it's one thing like you 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 basically like have elements of the show like right. you know you have the original cast which sure. which you want you know kind of thing you know and I think you need I think you need the other sub characters that you know you don't you know realize that make up the rest of the, right are, the are, no man group right the, are you gonna have what do you call it um the neighbor the neighbor darcy, darcy and uh, marcy darcy and and what was it jefferson right jefferson are they gonna be in it or you know do you get back steve right you know like i mean it, there's so many like what ifs like i don't the problem with this this is though and, and you're right bring back no man the show was never politically correct. Right. And in today's world, I don't know if you could do a Married with Children live action. You might be able to get away with it animated because we've talked about it in the past where South Park gets away with a lot of shit because they're cartoon characters. If it was live action, someone would complain. Mm-hmm. Like you get complaints about, you know, being a cartoon, but most people just kind of go, dude, it's a fucking cartoon. Grow up. Like, right. you know, it's, you know, if you, you get it, don't get it, whatever. Right. Married with Children may can still have the same elements of, like, well, the, thing, <laughs> the, the thing with Married with Children is the fact is is that like especially being well the animated part of it I should say I'm not not, not Married with Children per se uh-huh. there's a lot of adult animation out there that is politically incorrect that like a lot of people enjoy you know like Family Guy really kind of paved that way like back in the day because like like the advertisers didn't like them and they canceled them. Right, and then because of DVD, like we've talked about this, because of their DVD sales at the time <laughs> going through the roof, they brought it back. They canceled it again. <laughs> People like had a writing campaign uh-huh. and brought it back again, and yet now it's been how many years right. since they've right. been you know so many seasons, sixteen, seventeen, right. eighteen I mean, seasons, and going yeah, Juggernaut now. So it's it's huge, just like The Simpsons is. And, and you're going, you know, because of the people, that's what they want. So they've come up with other adult entertainment sure. cartoons. I, getting away with the same shit that they couldn't get away with live action. I have some of Al Bundy's fat jokes. All right. Okay. Him being a shoe salesman, which is funny because my wife's in that business. makes me laugh like I married Al Bundy. <laughs> but here you go. No. The one you insulted? I'm sorry, ma'am. You have to be a little more specific. <laughs> You made fun of my weight. You called me a giant seal. Well, let's see. I had four elephants. I had a (laughs) rhino who wanted some flip-flops. Had a manatee. Yeah, yeah, don't remember any seals. (laughs) Can you jog my memory? You know what jog is. That's what you do when the ice cream truck is pulling out. With this attitude, you're going to be working here for the rest of your life. Well, take a gander into the seat next to you if you want to see what your future looks like. (laughs) Not an attractive woman. Come, Penelope. Let's go someplace where they treat us with respect. 
But try the moon, you're way less <laughs> Like, like, how can you? I don't know if you can get away with jokes like that. Yeah. Right. I, I maybe animated you can. <laughs> like maybe you just can. I I don't know. Why does he keep calling me a chicken? <laughs> 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 Did you miss me, Al? Every bullet so far. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorites too. But, uh, but but the thing is, it's like like is is it like Married with Children was of its time because right. because it launched the network base pretty much. Right, it right. made it made Fox a major player. You know, like there's a bunch of shows. It's not sure, it's the one. show that took out the Cosby's. Right. Because I mean, back then, for those people who don't know, Bill Cosby had like the top rated show. Now, granted, take that for what's worth. Now his star is tarnished definitely. Right. But, but back, back in the then, day, back in the day, in the eighties and nineties, he, he was the most trusted man in America. Uh huh. Like everybody. Loved him. Loved him. <laughs> like he did. He did a. He did a show every day. It was called Picture Pages. Uh huh. I don't know if you remember. I that show. remember that show. He did Fat Albert and the Gang, and Fat <laughs> Albert and, and Fat Albert and the Gang would do like some kind of positive message. This is the guy that you go. You know, that like when when New Coke and Old Coke when they had that controversy. <laughs> back days, you have to look this up, kids. If kids that don't know. They brought Bill Cosby in to do the commercials because everybody trusted Bill Everyone Cosby. Everyone trusted Bill Cosby. He was he was he was a clean comic too, never worked dirty. Right. He was clean and he was funny and he was um, almost like America's dad during that time because with the Huxtables and all his shows, mm-hmm. he just was so trusted and so beloved. And his family was, he was a doctor, his wife was a lawyer, his kids were perfect. Everything was so perfect about that image of television, like the happy-go-lucky, everything's fine. Sure, they'll have their problems, but at the end, we can all hug it out. Mm. Turn to Fox, and Fox has got the Bundys where they're mad at each other, and they'll insult each other. Now, granted, there's moments when someone from the outside tries to jump in, they all gang up on that person because they're a family, they... Ultimately, they love, they love each other. Definitely felt like more of a realistic family dynamic, and it wasn't afraid to take those cheap, dirty, nasty shots at each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like calling Kelly Bundy, like Bud calling Kelly a slut or dumb. Uh, a dumb, and then playing up the like. To this day, I can't, I can't say au revoir. I have to go au revoir. Because, or or I can't say Yosemite Park, it's Yosemite, because of Kelly Bundy and Married with Children. I'm the only one who gets that joke, and I'm the only, I'm probably, if I go, yeah, I'm going to Yosemite, no one would get that, unless you're a Married with Children fan. You know, if I leave a room and I go, Arvavar, you know, no one's going to get it. It's my own personal little jokes. I'm like, I... It's it, and um, all in all fairness, she was like my serious first television crutch because she was my age. And as a seventeen-year-old boy, you're watching them going, "Oh, she's right up my alley." Like you know, just the tight dresses and everything. You know, and I'm like, I, the show was just great, just funny, and, and and just it just pushed the envelope. Sam Kinison was on one of the first episodes. He played Al Bundy's guardian angel. Yeah. Remember when Al Bundy died and he had to give like a, what's a wonderful life? And Al Bundy's life isn't so wonderful. And 
and, and Sam's like, I, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, I can't, like, just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's perfect. The show was just great. Uh, it's, if you look at the, not the, the cast, but some of the people who showed up on that show, Mila Jovovich is in, is in yeah. an early episode. Yeah. Dave, uh, Dave Boreanis is an episode. She, he plays Kelly Bundy's boyfriend that Al beats up in the movie theater. You know, like it's. I'm like, oh my god! It's like, holy shit! He was just, also uh, the guy. Uh, I can't think of his name. The actor's name now. Um, uh, Matt LeBlanc is in it. Right, he Matt plays LeBlanc plays, plays his own character. Right, right. This is the one where let me show you the door. It kind of like hits him in the doorway and gets him out. Like, just... <laughs> and then like the show first was like just it was insultingly, but then after a while it became. Almost like a living cartoon, like the time where Al and and Jefferson are trying to get a mouse, or they're trying to they're trying to fix Al's trying to fix the roof, and he kept falling off the roof every like <laughs> ten minutes for whatever reason, or 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 the the classic, um, you have to save the ashes of the year before. That's what makes the hamburger special. <laughs> it's perfect. It makes it's the ashes of the year before that makes my hamburger so great someone knocks over the barbecue so I think it's Kelly grabs an urn from the Darcy's <laughs> and dumps the ashes of a human remains into the barbecue <laughs> and of course everyone's like oh my god this is the best burger I've ever had and he's like well it's from the ashes from the year before <laughs> like you know and only Kelly and Kelly's like leans over and tells like Bud what's in it and you see Bud throw up like spit it out he leans over everyone's going like spitting out the burger <laughs> Except for like Darcy, who's like just chowing down. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> uh, it's got, uh, uh, how much is it on Voodoo, Ed? <laughs> it's, I, I mean, I own the DVD, the whole entire series, but yeah, no, I, I, like, I think it was past Christmas or whatever. I saw it. I bought it myself. Uh-huh. It was twenty bucks for the complete. Can't series. fucking beat twenty bucks. You can't beat. Can't beat it. So I bought it. I I still get. I've yet to unwrap it. Right. And watch it. So that's like, I'm like I wanted it because it's it, that's a that's a show that you you have to have right like, if, in you, your if you've seen that show you you know that show yeah and for them marry with children love marriage love and marriage. Go together like a horse and carriage. If you tell your brother, you can't have one without the other. Love it. There it is, right there. So the seasons one, two, three, four. There should be eleven, but there's gotta be a bundle. There's gotta be a bundle and save. How much is season one? Season one is ten bucks. Ten bucks. Sorry. There's got to be a, a bundle and save. There it is. Complete series. Bundle and save. Uh, um, 60 bucks? 70 where, bucks? Where, 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 yeah, right there it is. Right there. How much? How much? $75. I can't justify that. <laughs> I can't. I want to. I want to, Ed. I want to be like, baby, um, buy myself a birthday care present. $75. Married children. She's like, you bought enough birthday presents. Right. And I guarantee you right now, if you Roku that shit, you probably can find it free on like on, on a <laughs> on in the in like a thousand different places. Ed's gonna test that theory out right now. Ed, Ed, oh. Uh, Married with children. <laughs> it's thinking. It's thinking. It's searching. searching. 
Alright. There we go. So, All 11 seasons. We got season 11. We can find it. It is on, it's on Peacock. Requires a subscription. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So you got you got Pluto TV. You got Does Peacock. Season 10 on Pluto. On Hulu, it's on season 10. Right. You can watch every single episode probably on free. On I saw Peacock has them all. Right. I, I have, well, you have, to, you have to have the subscription. Right, now. yeah, it's just it's a paid subscription, just like right. anything else. But I, I pay for it, Ed. So I could watch Married Children right now and just binge watch all eleven seasons. The problem I had was that the eleventh season, the season, the series, it was one of those shows that never got a series finale. I felt very ripped off. <laughs> I, let me let me let me explain. Let me explain. I spent eleven years with this family. Uh-huh. At the end of season 11, Kelly gets married. It's, they, they treat it just like a regular episode. They own, they, I don't know. They Everyone knew it was going to be this finale. They never got a finale episode of like, you know, like maybe it would have been nice to see. Like how interesting would it have been like Bud pitching that idea of David Faustino pitching the idea of Peg and, and, and Al winning the lottery and leaving the kids and just bolt off into Vegas. That would have been a nice little, like, ending to them. It's like, you know, yeah, sure, Al and Peggy, you know, maybe Al won the lottery, and it's like $10 billion or whatever. And they just go, oh, let's go. And in the middle of the night, you just see them sneak out of the house. You know, and then Bud and Kelly are left to fend for themselves. Like, <laughs> And you find that Kelly, at, well, at that point, at the end of season 11, Kelly got married. I don't know if they were going to plan to spin off or he was going to live with the family. Like, you could have done so much. I mean, then they introduced uh, Seven. That's right. <laughs> right. Seven, the nephew. It's right. their cousin Oliver. Right. <laughs> and they treated him like cousin Oliver. Like, you know, like just no one cares about you, kid. Like, you know, <laughs> I, when they, they changed dogs, Buck, they cha- they got they changed old Buck to like a, a newer, uh, younger Cocker Spaniel. It's like, Oh, it's because old Buck died. Like you know, yeah. like you're like, oh man, like you know. I just felt like they owe me. Uh, they either owe me a revival or they owe me a series finale. They owe you. They owe me personally, dear Sony. My name is Sean. I do a podcast called Geeksters. It's on Facebook. Give us a like. <laughs> <laughs> Parentheses. I am writing you this email to let you know that I, as a fan of an old show that's 97, we're coming up to how many years it's been gone? (laughs) Quick math, Ed. (laughs) 25 years. 25 years ago, you have denied me a proper finale to one of the greatest shows ever to be on national television. A little show called Married with Children. <laughs> I demand, as a person who supports all of your products, I own a PlayStation. I'm a Spider-Man fan. <laughs> I even had a Walkman when I was a child. <laughs> you misspelled Walkman. <laughs> as a as a supply as a friend. A family member of the Sony family group, I demand a proper comeback slash finale slash continuation slash spinoff. Take your take your pick. Take your pick. 
<laughs> I thought that was an email. No, he's doing it from a typewriter. <laughs> you, know, you know what's sad is we have a typewriter at work. We barely use it. But we have one, so I've seen it. And the thing is, is like they don't know how to load the ribbons on. <laughs> and I, I have to. You're the computer guy. I'm like, is it a computer? This is analog. I'm digital. Fuck you. <laughs> but those are the those are the people that use the typewriter are old. Like right, hold they, on, they hold on. Li- it's more like this. <laughs> oh shit! Where's the whiteout? Well, that, this this one has this has a uh, out. So you hit the go. Yeah, hit the back button uh-huh. and then hit the hit the oh. same key and it whites it out. There's like an X button, right? Type of thing that does, and it's really neat. But you're going, you're going. Who, why do we need this? And they're like, they're like, yeah, who? We we type we type on envelopes and stuff like that. I'm like, well, that's what the printer's for. Right, like, you can do it yeah. through a printer. Look, look, watch. Shink, funk. Print out little, oh, Ed becomes like a wizard. <laughs> like, witch! Oh. Burn it! Burn! He's a witch! Oh my god! Oh, he's Satan! He is possessed by the devil! Like, all I did was just load up some envelopes and just print out lit. No! Someone get an old priest and a young priest. Walking in, just come by and there's people throwing holy water at you. The power of Christ compels you. The power of... The power of Dell compels you. The power of Dell compels you. I'm more of an HP person. <gasps> Hell in purgatory? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Sony, please bring back Mario Children in some way, shape, or form. Because you know what we miss? Good old-fashioned, improper, impolite, politically incorrect humor. In today's world, where we live in such a world where people shit on beds <laughs> and are just generically mean to each other, <laughs> Why can't we have a little bit of family entertainment in the way of Married with Children? It was the only time I remember my family and I sitting around to enjoy a half hour of comedy. Please, Sony, save America. Save America. Bring back Married with Children. <laughs> Sincerely, yours truly, your favorite supporter who owns PS5, Sony, please, please, <laughs> Sean from Geeksters. Go to Facebook, give us a like. <laughs> send, print, send, perfect. <laughs> oh, man. There you have it, Ed. That's it. That's all I got. All right. I'm done for the night. 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 I also made a promise to myself that I'd be done by 10, 1030. Uh, 10, 24, Ed. Booyah! You're welcome. <laughs> Show was only what two and a half hours, two hours. No, no rambling on from two, us. Two hours and thirty-seven minutes. Two hours and thirty-seven minutes. Let's round that up to two forty. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate you. Appreciate you spending the time with us. In case you didn't know, you're listening. I mean, to yeah, of course. I mean, let's face it. it just, just look down <laughs> or look at whatever you're holding and going, "Oh my God, it's Geeksters!" I didn't even know. I 
had blacked out. I, I pulled the fucking moon night and my eyes were for love. <laughs> Whatever the song is that plays in the background. You know, you're like, oh, oh my God, I completely blacked out. And now you're listening to us going, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> like, I have no idea. Maybe it's one of your other personalities. He's a huge fan. But just in case you're not sure, it's Geeksters. We're on Facebook. It's Geeksters Radio. Give us a little like or follow us on Twitter. I think at I had Geeksters. a new like this week. What'd you say? Do we did? I think so. Oh, right. I, every once in a while, I'll go like, hey, Geeksters got a like. I'm like, oh, look at us. <laughs> We're trending. <laughs> We're trending nowhere. <laughs> All right. Very awesome. So, again, thanks, folks, for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters here on your podcast app. Excuse me. Woo, classy. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of podcast apps, we've joined a new family oh. in the podcast community. Oh, please tell it's us. It's called Wisdom. Wisdom. Yes. They they have they heard us? Because we are the dumbest motherfuckers of the No Wisdom. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I said. I, I got a, I got a, I got an email and they're like, We would love to have you on our network, blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, have you <laughs> have you heard us? Are you sure? Maybe there's another Geeksters out there. <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm like, there's a couple of Geeksters out there. Maybe you're... No, no. No, no, no we heard you. Sure, we think you're... Uh, was there, like, any kind of compliments? We think you guys are no, funny? No. Just, <laughs> just, no, we just want to add you to our library. Like, hi, we... We, we, we as you guys, we're... We're just an app that pulls together all the other podcasts. Just, just join us. <laughs> just, just... I don't look for these things anymore. I, I got whatever, you know. Right. Everything. And now we just got invited, so I'm like... All right, I'm in. You sure. know what I have to do. Wisdom is it? I mean, yes. I gotta ask: Is it with an S or a Z? It's an S. Okay. <laughs> I was going for wisdom with a Z, make it more hip. W I Z D O M. I just can't picture us and the word wisdom ever used. Well, that's what I said. Other if they do it with a Z, it becomes whiz, like in P. That makes sense. Right? You're in whiz. Dumb. See that makes more sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Hey, Geeksters, right. now listen. Now listen to Geeksters and wisdom. As in <laughs> smart? No, as in piss stupid. <laughs> oh, that's more appropriate. <laughs> that makes There's sense. Dumb idiots. <laughs> I mean, morons. I don't, really, wisdom. <sighs> so, so you can is, find is it an app? The W I S D O M dot com. Yeah. So just go There's to your app. You can go to use your phone, use your, your phone, or, or go to a website and log in for free. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna test that theory, Ed. <laughs> I'm gonna go to my play. <laughs> I'm gonna go to my play store, and I'm gonna type in. Um, oh, got it. Optimize apps and software hub. Okay, got it. Whatever. <laughs> w i s d o m. Wisdom books free in movies and books or <clears throat> an app. I don't know. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, wisdom. Life coaching advice. <laughs> Hi, you lives and geeksters. This is your life coach. <laughs> and advice. What questions do you have? We here at Geeksters will gladly answer them. <laughs> I need life coaching advice. Sean, I need your help. I need to help pass a test. What do you suggest I do? Cheat. Sit next to the person that, who's the smartest in the class. Become their friend. And then offer them a little something-something. You know, piece of candy, 
buy them dinner. Everyone wants something. Find out what that is and then use it to your advantage. Show them your glitter cheeks. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not glitter cheeks. It's, <laughs> it's, it's twinkle cheeks, you idiot. This is the reason why we're on wisdom. <laughs> you're, you're, you're. I'm, I'm, I'm twinkle cheeks. You're twinkle cheeks. Everybody's got glitter cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's, everybody's, everybody, you're not going to be everywhere. Like I'm going to show you a show. On being wisdom, that's not it. I don't. I got Well, I don't know, folks. Look, welcome to the Wisdom Family. <laughs> I'm assuming it's life coaching advice, social audio, and corporate lifestyle. It's got. I'm going to click on that. So it is. Listen, this app. I think this app could have had a lot of potential to help podcasts grow and reach their ideal audience. The version for Android is still very limited, however, but it's got a five-star review, though. So, okay, I guess. This app is for creators doing podcasts mo- mo- monetizing their content. Oh, monetizing, Ed. Get on that. <laughs> Maybe we can make some cash. Hold hard coinage. <laughs> Sean, well, I think we're- Sean I- we got our first check-in. How much is it, Ed? Uh, $2. Oh, that's awesome. Buck a piece <laughs> before taxes. Uh, well, you know we gotta. Who's that W nine? <laughs> just don't report it, Ed. Just don't report it. <laughs> Today, two little known podcasters, Z rating celebrities, were arrested today for avoiding taxes. <laughs> tax evasion. <laughs> tax evasion. That's how you got Capone. <laughs> we're a threat. <laughs> 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 so uh all right was this app was this review helpful i i am new to the wisdom app but i'm in love the bugs need to be worked out i have an android and is yet doesn't have all the bells and whistles afforded to the apple users i would like to record on the wisdom app and then share it the mp mp4 on my other platforms I am in for the long haul and look forward to being part of the budding process. I give it four stars only because of the glitches I mentioned. All right, Michael. There you go. There you go. Jared here says, This is a great career doing podcast. Montage. The guests have limited time and cannot continue the conversation longer than 10 or 15 minutes. I wish it was more because I'm able to switch between multiple different guests have at least three or four guests at once. Uh, oh, right, whatever. Okay. It's got a 4.5 rating. If this is the one I'm talking about, Ed, I don't know. Have you seen the app? Yeah, I have. I does, it have does it have uh, Einstein on it? Yeah, that is it. That's, <laughs> that's our app. That's the new app, huh? Yeah. Tap into wisdom. Share advice. Meet and grow. Joyful listening. Conversations that matter. Mm. That's where we fit in. That's where we fit in. The world needs wisdom. Yes, it does. And this wisdom is brought to you by Geeksters. Go to Facebook and give us a like. Also, <laughs> Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget, if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S H A W. Dropped wisdom, Excelsior. That's for you, Twinkle Cheeks. <laughs> it's 